0: And welcome to episode 150. That's 150 for Schnozcast on Saturday, November 20th, 2021. This is Bob along with my stalwart chums, Nick, Corey, Todd, and special guest, once again, Greg Gumto, joining us. We've got a few things to get to today, including booze news, uh, some Thanksgiving shenanigans, perhaps a ghost story, some gentlemen's agreement, and pick of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. If you are new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. You can find us here every week at this time. You can also stream us out on the streaming services. That's iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, Amazon Music, or anywhere where you can get a podcast. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, all at schnozcast. You can email us. If you so choose, at schnauzcast at gmail.com, or you can call or text us at 618-SHOCKER. The Shocker line is open, monitored by our (laughs) Shocker expert, resident Shocker expert, Nick Bader. Yes, sir. It's open and ready to be shocked. Gentlemen. How's everybody?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought you only told me that, buddy. I do, but that's off the air. Okay. As long as it still stays between us. Well, thanks a lot for that, buddy. I don't want to interrupt this <laughs> <laughs>
2: tender loving, caring moment. Yeah. Well, they finally got the room lighting just right.
0: It's like a rom-com in here now. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone assigned anyone a rom-com for the gentleman's agreement? I don't yet? even know what that means. Romantic comedy, sir. Oh, God. I would hate that. Like uh, tw- 27 Dresses. Um what does that the, mean? The Notebook. I haven't seen that. Tugs on the Heartstrings, Nick.
2: No, that... Okay. <laughs> he's, he's doing his best now not to get one. <laughs> Don't wind me up. Todd Dillon,
0: Todd Dillon, are you out there, sir? Uh, I am out here. Fantastic. How are you? Mighty. <laughs> How is the weather out there in Seattle, buddy? Ah, it's beautiful today. It's yeah. a beautiful day.
3: Uh, no forest yeah. fires, earthquakes, tornadoes. No, none of those. Uh, Rain elsewhere in the state, but in my area, it was actually a really beautiful day. We had a little bit of sprinkles. It was, the sun was out, 55 degrees. Great.
4: Sprinkles. (laughs) That's a a word. It's sprinkling. We had a little bit of sprinkles. Sounds like you're talking about an ice cream sundae.
0: (laughs) Those are jimmies. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So is sprinkles also like a, a, a Boston thing, a New England thing? Like Jimmy's is. I don't know, am I from New England? Well, Jimmy's is a New England thing. No, nah, Jimmy's is universal. No, I doubt that. Somehow I doubt You're that. Jimmy's. Doubt. All right, so uh, it's a full moon tonight, you fucks. And Thanksgiving is coming very, very shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the topic of Thanksgiving, uh, I'm going to shoot it over to Mr. Nick Bader. Oh, wonderful. Just as I'm uh, <laughs> trying to post something on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> For the
4: schnaz yeah. cast, uh, yeah, no, this, no, that's fine.
0: <laughs> uh, let me see. Let me pull it up. Uh, yeah, we had some uh, Thanksgiving, some interesting Thanksgiving facts to share. Uh, so, for those of our listeners who are outside the U.S. and who are not familiar with Thanksgiving, this is a holiday in which we give thanks for many things. Um, Screwing the Indians. I. I was holding off. I tried to, to see how delicately I could put that, but <laughs> wow! Always yeah, good thanks for that. Ra- raping the land and stealing it from the exactly. from the the natives, and yes. Yeah, so, it's a uh, we're, we're thankful for that.
4: <laughs> <here> we are. <laughs> so we got fourteen weird and amazing Thanksgiving facts. It says after you count your blessings this Thanksgiving, now your kids with these fourteen. Uh, wow, your kids with these fourteen weird and amazing turkey and Thanksgiving related facts. Uh, so number one, pumpkin pie was not served at. The first Thanksgiving meal, I'm probably... The hell you it. say.
1: <laughs> probably could have told you that. What, I mean, o- I mean, what oven was it put in? I'm mean, guessing there was no turkey either.
0: <laughs> but as we learned with men with the pot, you can cook all kinds of shit outside without that. That's oven. true.
4: That's true. So it says uh, the Pilgrims didn't have ovens for baking, and they lacked the butter and flour necessary for pie crust. Culinary historians believe that the first Thanksgiving meal consisted largely of seafood, like mussels, lobster, and clams. There you go, Corey. That's my kind
1: of fucking Thanksgiving right there. We we got half of that no, right no, right no. in the freezer. I, right now. I,
4: I didn't hear the word fish sticks in there anywhere. <laughs> Diners almost certainly ate venison and likely some assortment of wild fowl: turkey, duck, goose, and swan. Dude, I've never had a swan. We
0: hmm. oh, haven't lived until you've had swan, my friend.
4: But uh, uh funny, f- funny, uh, swan. I was gonna say fawn.
0: <laughs> swan. Choose your words, buddy. Swan
4: segue that was hard to say. We were when we were kayaking this summer. Uh, we were watching some very graceful swans, uh, you know, elongated, oh, thanks, man, elongated, <laughs> elongated necks, flying in formation, trying to come down to land. And Corey, being the uh,
0: graceful swan, that the he is.
4: graceful stallion that he is, um, as as much as he lives a sedentary lifestyle, you know, he kind of puts things into his own perspective. And he he gazed at the swan as it was trying to land, and in the most honest voice I've ever heard Corey say, he went,
1: "Huh,
4: I wonder if their necks get tired from holding them straight like that. <laughs> <laughs> go, that is a deep philosophical <laughs> question.
0: <laughs> it was an honest thought. <laughs> yeah. I go, my what?
1: off to you. And he's like, I don't know. I just uh, keep my neck perfectly straight like that. I think I would get tired.
4: <laughs> 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 he's never been more honest. He wasn't trying to crack a joke, and I... Just tears out of my eyes, was laughing so hard. I want Corey to keep a journal where he (laughs) records thoughts like that.
0: I do keep a journal, but I want you to read them on the podcast. Like CoreyTalks.cc, remember? Tuesday.
4: (laughs) All right, so number two uh, an estimated 240 million turkeys will be raised in the U.S. this year. Of the 240 million turkeys raised this year, 45 million or 18% will be baked, grilled, and fried this Thanksgiving. If you're thinking of frying your bird this year, use extra caution. Make sure that the fryer is outside, far away from anything flammable, and do not put a frozen turkey in the fryer. Uh, number three, that's a
3: dated. That's a dated uh, <sighs> thing, then.
0: It's dated. You can put yeah, frozen well, turkeys in a fryer now. I knew Todd would. No, no, in
3: no, this. no, no. You don't want to drop frozen turkeys in the fryer, but you can buy uh, electric fryers and use them indoors. Y- yeah, part as long the... as there's
4: not a heating element that it's going to fall. On. But a propane fryer do not drop a, a frozen. Yeah, turkey. Let, let's Agreed. put
0: a, as many disclaimers. Don't as drop
2: we a frozen can, turkey. So yeah, the let's just. when someone I mean, tries I've seen to fry videos, turkey. In but I want to be a part of that.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, I heard from Todd on the Shannons cast that <laughs> <and laughs> you could drop a frozen. Yeah, you'll one be right hearing in. from my lawyer. <laughs> Guys, we do have listeners. We're getting sued. Yeah.
0: So right, exactly. That's
1: when we'll get listeners.
2: There's no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah. We'll see. Exactly. (laughs) So number three, the first
4: Thanksgiving was celebrated in 1621, but it wasn't observed as a national holiday until 1863. Uh, Number four, uh, the TV dinner was invented thanks to Thanksgiving. Uh, In Uh, in 1953, a Swanson employee accidentally ordered too much turkey, 260 tons too much. The frozen turkeys were taking up space in 10 refrigerated train cars when the company salesman suggested preparing and packaging the turkey with sides in a car compartmentalized aluminum tray. Swanson sold uh 5,000 TV dinners in 1953. The following year they sold 10 million. Uh wow. no, number 5 uh 50 million pumpkin pies are eaten on Thanksgiving, Ugh. but it's not the favorite. <laughs> Apple pie is the overwhelming favorite. Uh number 6, uh there weren't any balloons at the first Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in 1924. Uh, number seven: If Benjamin Franklin had gotten his way, the turkey would be our national bird. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, wait,
0: wait. The what would be our national
4: bird? The turkey. The turkey.
3: You go from oh, yeah. a majestic bald eagle. A common, commonly known fact
4: it says, although some people believe this Thanksgiving fact to actually be a myth, according to Franklin, the turkey is much more of a respectable bird. He also believed that the turkey was a bird of courage. I don't know, dude. I'm pretty and sure a bald don't eagle
3: brown plucking little kids and out of out of uh, baby carriages.
4: I'm relatively certain that a, a bald eagle would rip a
3: turkey to shreds. Uh, yeah, yeah, but they're they're they they're not honorable. Oh, they are, dude. You know they how long it takes babies for babies out
4: of carriages. You know it takes like seven years for an adult bald eagle to finally get the white head, like that everyone knows to to love of of the bald eagle. Like they go through all these changes getting up to that point. If I, mean, I lived in Mali not even or Singapore, eagle. this would be the so entertaining. Yeah. I don't know anything about these things. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. uh well, America. Hopefully, facts. we have a huge Mali a- audience. We, so.
0: do, we are number. We are number fifty-seven in the uh, podcast ranking in Mali.
4: Either that, or whoever's listening is on Mali. Hopefully,
0: so that is official. Anyway.
4: Number eight, there are four places in the U.S. with turkey in their name. Great. Uh, number nine, the largest pumpkin pie ever baked weighed 3,699 pounds and measured 20 feet in diameter. Uh, 10, cranberry- Most of it went
3: to waste, I'm sure.
4: Cranberries aren't just for eating. Um, I'm not going to bore you with cranberry crafts. Uh, number 11, Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving song. the hell you say? J- James Pierpoint composed one, one Horse Open Sleigh in 1857 for children celebrating Thanksgiving. It was such a hit that the song was sung again at Christmas and the tradition stuck. The title was changed two years later to Jingle Bells. Uh, number 12, only male turkeys gobble. <laughs> number 13, <laughs> Big Bird's costume on Sesame Street is made of turkey feathers that have been dyed yellow. Fascinating.
2: Fantastic. Where's Pita when you eat them?
4: Turkey tail is a delicacy in Samoa. Uh, We're so, big in Samoa, Greg. Yeah, we have to be. <laughs> got to be big somewhere. And, American Samoa, and we'll, sure. we'll we'll just leave it at that. So those are your Thanksgiving facts for 2021. Thank God, all the bans are lifted, and we can celebrate with
0: each other. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask, do you guys? You know what? I'm gonna sa- I'm gonna save this. I'm gonna save this for the segment that we talked about later. So. Uh, let's jump into booze news. It's and great. now it's time for booze news. <laughs> All right. Informing listeners across the globe, uh, we come to you with some booze news. I'm going to look directly across the across the stage to Mr. Corey Selesky for our first article.
1: Yeah? Well, I've got an excellent one for you this week, Bob. I, I-, I was going to bring it up to you guys earlier this week, but I decided I'm going to leave it. A mystery until now. Um, we saw how well that worked out for us last week. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So surprising all of your
0: co hosts. <laughs> Recipe for success.
1: So, what I found for this week was um, this interesting article. If you say fucking angels, I swear to No, God, no, 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 no. God, no. But what is the Christian view on gay marriage? Are spiritual gifts biblical? Oh, man. Can Christians drink alcohol? No. Oh, no. Should we, should we not do that?
4: Let's not do this one.
1: No. Oh, I, don't, I thought we were. I, I was just kind of going off last week. Okay. Uh, then, rip, I, then ripping then
0: off last week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was trying to. I thought. Sud-
0: so you don't actually have an article. You're just trying
4: to. It. <laughs> Suddenly, I felt my asshole slam <laughs> shut again.
0: <laughs> oh, thank God. Okay. So looking over to my left there, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Nick Bader. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cutting uh, all of just, that out. I'll just.
4: I'll just. <laughs> no. no, that's fine. It was a joke. We got to be able to no, make. It was, we got to be able to make fun of ourselves. I,
0: if I thought that people were like like a good television series watching every episode, listening to every episode of the of the podcast, then they would get that reference. But Well, they're going to go back they're gonna listen.
3: Listen. They have to go back and listen. listen. to go back and listen. last episode. All right, that's that's a good point. That's yeah, They'll never know why I call him TT then either. Exactly.
0: Oh.
4: The world yeah. may never know, oh, yeah. Todd. No, <laughs> I just read something. This is going to be you. You want me to do this? Yeah. You've given me articles before. I
0: don't uh... No, I'm. am t- going to tell you. I'm going to. Re- I'd rather you did it. Honestly, I don't. Even I can just keep money.
4: talking this whole time while everyone stares at us. Totally fine. Oh, great. So, a hiker finds a stream of beer in Hawaii. So it says, uh, while hiking through Waiapo, Hawaii, last month, a man was surprised to smell booze. So he followed the odor and found a stream with the same alcohol content, 1.2 percent, as the beer made in the UK. He described the smell as being horrific. Uh, an activist <laughs> who runs a nonprofit, Enderwatch, carol cox uh the hiker contacted him after finding the stream which is located 120 feet below the freeway on the island of oahu uh cox went out to the location with a few colleagues after the call they noticed that there was a storm drain underneath the freeway that expelled the water down from a cliff and into the stream we found a completely dysfunctional storm drain uh that dumps down the face of the canyon he said adding that it was a six foot round metal cylinder extended underneath the freeway. Nearby, on the other side of a busy street, there was also a warehouse for one of the state's largest distributors of alcohol and liquor. Uh, Government officials identified the source of the alcohol as a distributor, Paradise Beverages Incorporated, uh, according to emails reviewed by the Washington Post. Anthony Rowe, the distributor's director of operations, said the company is cooperative with investigations into the stream. Uh, It may be coming from us, so that's why we're working with the
5: proper authorities. (laughs) Hmm...
4: I yeah, if you're smelling beard. It's right below us, down the stream. I guess you found out what the fuck we've been doing for the past couple years. <laughs> Hawaii News now tested the stream's water alcohol level and found that it was in fact 1.2 percent alcohol by volume in the stream running directly below the warehouse. 1.2. That's just really low.
0: It's I, so weak.
1: Yeah, but dude, it's a stream. Sorry, it's like my blood's yeah. got 1.2. You could just you could just face the stream like whatever the flow say, you is have and to just open your mouth up and yeah, just, just start drinking. That's the way
4: to go. Although Paradise Beverage is working with the government, Cox said contaminated streams are commonplace in Hawaii. I don't even worry about it. Hey, look, we're at least, we're killing the bacteria. Uh, He said that it's also found streams contaminated with paint and cement. I would hate to have a cement running, flowing stream. Wouldn't that be horrible? Cox said uh, the lack of respect for the land and the water, even though we uh, preach it all the time, we don't practice what we preach. With few remaining wetlands, the Hawaiian islands uh, are ecologically fragile, he added. Cox noted that November 8th complaint to the Clean uh, Ocean Water and Waters Act branch of Hawaii's Department of Health uh, said the stream contamination was in violation of their act. Uh, in a statement, the Transportation Department spokesperson said the officials will continue to work with the Department of Health and the city of Honolulu for further action that may be required. So, yeah, if you're in Hawaii before they get it cleaned up, <laughs> drink those streams. Free beer. Go grab yourself a
0: fucking pint. Drink the streams. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna move the other part that you were gonna talk about to later because I feel like if I if I dished it off to you again, you're gonna get yeah, mad at me. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> we like to
4: we like to let Nick tell three long stories in a row, gets it all out of his system, and then he just never says anything for the rest of the show. He just kind
1: of tires himself out. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I I I See bet you doing. differ with you. I think this is awesome <laughs> because you literally. So we're talking a lot. What yeah. what, what what do the Schnozcast uh, fellas do before the podcast? We we like to take uh, some advice that we once got from James Krabby Pappas, mm-hmm. and uh, do some pre gaming. So, so a little preparatory work, try to make a show that you know has a little bit of structure to it, so we're not um and uh-ing all, all the way through the show. So I'll generally say like oh does anybody anybody have a booze news article for tonight does anybody have this is that the Corey? do you have a funko that kind of stuff sometimes people go oh, i don't have anything some people are like yep and we generally try to cobble together like what we think we're going to do and tonight nick's like oh i got three things I, you may have even said four things but three things and <laughs> and that's a great i was like oh, this is awesome you know, like now we don't have to scramble like you know, sometimes you're you're kind of rolling the dice if i show up and I'm like, man, I don't have anything. To hope these guys do. And they're like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> then I know. Rough start. It, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, we got to come up with something. So it's all good. But just to be kind, <laughs> I'm going to move the other thing to later. <laughs> yeah. So that you don't have to.
3: Well, you know, every well, now I and lose then. News and, and I want to air ingri- a grievance. Uh oh. Okay. So, first of all, I did text you, Cod.
0: Text Todd. you, Cod. Yeah.
3: I, I texted you.
2: I texted cod you. From you from on. I am now cod. <laughs> it's cod from now on. Exactly. I am now cod.
0: I texted you, Todd, to say, cod. "Hey, uh, we have booze news. Do you have one? I never heard from you, but I texted ra- you back. Never
3: got it. Go right ahead. You'll address me as cod. <laughs> I, I texted you back. Listen here, Salmon. Lord Cod. <laughs> Listen here, you silver
4: salmon.
0: Go right ahead, sir. We're still we're still technically in booze news.
3: Yeah? Do I get to go now? Dude, we're all waiting for you. Address me as Cod, sir.
0: <laughs> I'm Tot- two seconds away from muting your mic, so either start the, start the booze news or we can move on.
4: Cod, it kind of sounds like you got some chips on your shoulder.
3: <laughs> exactly. I got some chips on my shoulder. Anyway, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. In the news, in the news uh recently, Austria, like much of the world, is grappling with how to convince reluctant citizens to get vaccinated against the COVID-19 uh, virus so that everybody can get back to normal. Uh, while it, while its government prepares to impose a lockdown for, un, for the unvaccinated, one business has settled on an unlikely incentive. Fun Palace, a brothel in the capital of Vienna, has opted to inject some enthusiasm and COVID immunity. Into, cl- into the clientele by offering free access to anyone willing to get the jab on site. The brothel made international headlines this week after announcing it would be giving vouchers of 40 euros the cost of entry to anyone willing to get vaccinated at its new pop-up clinic. I don't. I won't read the whole article because there's, there's a bunch of uh, stuff in there, but on the first day, nearly 150 visitors to said brothel uh, were vaccinated on Monday. Wow! Uh, so 150 dudes rolled into the brothel on a Monday. Yeah, Todd, that's I will, what I'm talking about. Keep I, talking.
1: I, I will correct you on that story. There was not just You're 150 saying. males that rolled into that place because I, I read this story too, and I don't. I'm glad you picked it because I should have put it in my notes. But it was also open to females, and there was a large female population that also showed up as well.
3: I happen to call men and ladies dudes, so. <laughs> no. okay. gotcha. Well, now that we have that cleared up. <laughs> but thank you for correcting me. I thought that was an awesome booze news story. Definitely. So now if we Get just- your prick, and then you get your prick licked. <laughs> wow. That sounds like it was on the spot. It's- He's
0: like, should I say it? In- I'm going to say it. Yep, up from <laughs> saying it. In both instances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kurt, do you have something else to add? No, no, that was... Okay. It. He'll, right. have to, he'll have to check his notes. Um, so I want to I want to pose it to the group. Um, I want to do a top five. We haven't done a top five thing in quite a while. It's been actually the last the last time we did it, I think was in March. So it's been a while. Um, but with Thanksgiving coming up, um, it occurred to me to ask, you know, what, why don't we do top five holiday specials? Doesn't have to be Thanksgiving, but. Uh, either as a kid or currently today. um, Thanksgiving is another great, like a lot of people watch, you know, Nick made some artwork this week for uh, a play on Charlie Brown Thanksgiving with us. I don't know if anybody saw it, but it's out there on Facebook. Um, Me and Nick were at the kid table. (laughs) Yeah.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I think we were,
0: (laughs) You, you should have gotten a string of popcorn and some toast at the very least, but he gave you nothing. Um, but I always watch <laughs> Charlie Brown Thanksgiving with my kids, and I'm like, well, I can't be the only one. But there's, you know, lots of other, you know, whether it's Christmas movies or whether it's, you know, um, any other holiday specials that are out there as a kid or as a grown up that you may have at one point or currently still do watch. I want to do top five for that. So does that sound like it'll work? Sounds good for Thanksgiving. Up? Could be any holiday special. I don't want to limit to Thanksgiving. Could, could okay, be, I was going to say,
1: that's a very narrow...
0: I didn't want to make it that narrow, so any okay. holiday special is good. So we could do that now, or we could do a little lightning round, and you guys could think about it in the meantime.
1: Yeah, so give, yeah. give us a second to think on the...
0: Excellent. five. So <laughs> this is going to make an editing nightmare, because I'm now moving over to lightning round. <laughs> that's fine. Okay, um, let's do... So these first few for lightning round um, are... I'm just gonna say if you if you if you if you're gonna answer the affirmative, just say your name, and we'll do that. So, say your name if uh, if you know how to salsa dance.
4: <laughs> did you think anyone in this room? <laughs> was, uh, yeah, yeah, Todd Dylan.
0: I did. I'm like Todd's got to know how to salsa dance.
3: I, think uh, we, I do not.
0: I've seen it. Damn <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, so nobody on the Stein's cast. Okay, uh, say your name if you know what the acronym SCUBA stands for.
3: Damn it, I do. Right. I, I, Todd, Todd, go ahead, buddy. Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus.
0: Excellent, sir. Uh, what you say? Excellent, sir. Well done. I know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he asked me how I did. <laughs> 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 All right. Say your name if you if you've ever played wiffle ball. Greg, Corey, Nick. Nick. So everybody but me has played wiffle ball. You've
1: never played wiffle ball, Jesus Christ, dude!
0: Come on, man! You're the Uh, oldest one here. Yeah, they didn't. I could have sworn you invented wiffle ball ball back then. It was uh, was before wiffle ball. Old kick the can going on back then. All right, so let's start with Corey. Corey, from scale of one to ten, how good are you at wiffle ball?
2: Fucking fifteen, Greg. If he's a fifteen, I'm like a twenty-five. I'm a thirty. Okay, perfect, Nick. 30? It's two sports. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. It's I was like 7 the last time I played.
4: So,
0: who knows? So, how so good were you? You got hit
1: in the face with a whiff ball. That's why he hate sports ne- <laughs> never once, never once. So
0: Somebody hit him with a bat. That's, I don't know. That's so, I, I, w-
2: a one? I would say a 6. A 6. So, okay. So, we used to play as a kid in my, in my cousin's backyard in my uncle's house. Um full field yeah. basically for us. We had like a our own green monster, so to speak. We put a right. tarp up. Kept stats for a solid year and a half. That's why I said 25.
0: <laughs> Did you memorize the stats of you and all of your
2: friends? Uh, definitely not. Somebody else kept track of them. Oh. I was like 15 or 14.
0: Todd, how about you, sir? What's your wiffle wall skills? Greg said he's a 25 out of a scale of 1
3: to 10. 32. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, unlike Tim Tebow, I can hit the curve.
0: <laughs> well, that means I'm going to you for the next one, Todd. To, Todd, do you believe in love at first sight?
3: Yes. So, I meet. loved you the first time I saw you, Bob. Oh, thank you, buddy. <laughs> oh, my
5: God. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Todd, if you want, I could just mute everybody else's mic
0: and you and I can continue your <laughs> motto on this podcast. That's what I'm talking So, about. would Mary agree with this? Would you say uh, you and Mary were love at first sight?
3: No. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You, I'm so going to. You said the question was do I believe in it? Yeah. I do. Right. It was not love at first sight for Mary. She stalked me for a couple months before we actually started. uh, Nice, nice save. So, you were just on
0: the run from a crazy person at the beginning I of the relationship. I, I really hope she's listening tonight. Um, <laughs> let's go to our she other knows. resident, uh, soon to be ex bachelor, uh, Mr. Corey Selesky. What was the question? Do you
1: believe in love at first sight? Mm, I don't know. You don't have to worry because Danielle's not listening. Yeah, no, she's so. oh, okay. listen podcast. <laughs> yeah, of course, I do. <laughs> Oh, but no, no you she's don't. not listening. You could be no, I know, I know. I'm kidding. No, I do. You okay. do not believe in it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for telling me what I do and don't believe it. You don't. It. From he now doesn't. on, when I I, do. When I
0: look, when I want you to answer, I'm going to ask him. Yes, please. All
1: right. Yeah. yeah. clearly Nick knows my <laughs> <Yeah>. feelings better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Who did you yeah. see for the hey, first
4: just... time without talking to and we're like, I'm in love and it worked out. We, that we will not discuss. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Whoever they are, Corey's friends with them on Instagram today.
4: Thinking someone is smoking hot immediately is not con- constituted a oh. love at first sight. First
1: sight. Buddy. Or is it? I mean, mm. sometimes. <laughs> exactly. Greg? No. No?
0: Well,
4: interesting. Okay. Nick? No. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, Nick, how many cups of coffee do you drink per day? Uh, two to three.
3: I know Corey's a zero. Zero. Greg, do you drink coffee? Zero?
0: Zero? Nope. zero?
3: Todd, what about you? Well, I don't drink any cups of coffee, but I have a container full of iced coffee most every day.
0: How big is that container?
3: Three cups. It's pretty big. It's like 32 ounces. Is that like one cup of coffee? No. (laughs) No. Good Lord. A cup of coffee is like eight ounces. yeah. 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 So I have three. No, that's
0: actually four. I'm no math whiz, but...
4: You're looking to the wrong direction, buddy. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm well, no math whiz, hey, but hey, clearly hey, Nick but, is. Hey, but Nick is. Hey, before before you mock Lord Cod's freaking math skills, bro, it's iced coffee. So three quarters <laughs> that's of the not thing going away any is ice. Sex. Yeah, I'm,
4: and, and it's Todd's the ice. ice. Yeah, that's that's uh, you know Todd. I would back you up any day, buddy. But unfortunately, if you're making iced coffee or ordering iced coffee the correct way, they make it stronger because they know it's going to be iced, and they know it's going to be no, watered. no. They I know don't it's gonna order it.
3: I so I actually personally pour uh-huh. the liquid in my container, so I know it's about three cups. So and the rest is ice.
4: Is it uh, some sort of Keurig that has an iced coffee function on it, or you just take coffee and put it in the fridge?
3: Oh, I take yeah, basically yeah, to do that. Mary brews a pot of coffee. Okay. I pour myself about three, about half of the thing, which is about three cups of coffee, and I put it in the fridge. So that is some ice on it.
4: So that is true, but. But technically, iced coffee should be much stronger because it's going to be watered down. So,
3: just an FY. So yeah, <laughs> so a, yeah, I'm, you are I'm, drinking I'm less a soft iced coffee, drinker. Yeah, you are. This is the
0: most fact <laughs> fact heavy episode we've done in quite a while. Uh, Word. <laughs> I think I probably uh, three at least three a day. I um, knew I loved you, Bob. Two people love you on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you answering for Corey again? Yes. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Greg, what's your ideal outside
2: temperature? 26
1: degrees.
2: 26? C or F? It's like that good weather for skiing. Okay. Just, yeah. For me, that's it. So Mid- it's got to be below freezing. Yes. But I, I you know anything in like the teens is a little, a little so chilly. even colder. Yeah, I mean not I relationships in, temperature. <laughs> I skied in zero degree weather. That was great. But but, but, but even if I you're like, not
0: skiing, even if you're just like walking down the street, the
3: snow is crappier the colder it is, right? What was that? Isn't the snow crappy Is the snow crappier
4: the colder it is? No, uh, I don't uh, think
2: so. No, it just it gets uh it gets crunchy. Yeah, there's nothing better
4: than when it's like in the twenties. And that fresh snow from the night before, and it's just that crunch, mm-hmm. you know, because it's so cold.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't mind skiing on it.
4: Fresh powder, though, is what you like. Well, yeah.
2: Who doesn't? But I mean, if, you, <laughs> you, if you're listening. <laughs> Hold on. We've got a cocaine question coming up, so if, let's just if, stay on
0: point.
4: If you're listening to the audio podcast, you obviously can't see Greg, but he pretty much looks like a Viking. <laughs> so uh, there's no surprise that he likes cold weather. Yeah, yeah. He's got <laughs> like a 10 inch beard, and he's about six foot
0: four. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to hear what Corey has to say about this one. Ideal outside temperature. 84. 84? Yeah. It's okay. a little warm. Okay. Wolf. Even if you're not in Oscoda.
5: Yes. Yeah.
4: <laughs> do You under, You okay. do understand. I'm, I'm glad that you're picking up on this because he does everything, his heaven, everything. Everything I ask him, I just assume. That's what. That's
0: where his mind goes. Is there happening or should happen in Oscoda?
4: Because when we asked that question, the only thing you heard was, If we were in Ascotia outside on the beach, what temperature would you love to be at all the time? No, anywhere, eighty-four. Anywhere,
0: okay. Todd, seventy-five. Okay, what's the average temperature in Seattle? I mean, do you how many how often do you hit seventy-five?
3: During the summer, a lot. The average the average temperature in the summer is probably right around seventy-two or seventy-three. Okay. Nick? But yeah, I like I like it that that's I think it's perfect because uh at that temperature you're not going to be too hot if you play golf, you're not going to be uh cold. You you're not wearing I'm not wearing an extra jacket. It's it's shorts weather, but it's not uh, you know what I mean? I I could wear jeans and not be sweating, so it's I think that's like the perfect temperature. Or your Columbia uh zip-off pants. There you go.
0: Yes.
4: Nick. I would say uh 78. Is probably perfect temperature because okay. I mean it's it's great for like all activities. Like if you're going kayaking, like it's it's a great time when it's hot, but cause you have to keep getting in the water. Like the most minimal maintenance I think is seventy eight because you can still have a good time. There could still be a breeze, the water's gonna be warm enough if you wanna go in the water outside, anywhere, if you wanna do things like kayaking or outdoor activities, like it's not going to be, you know, if, if we were saying like 68, then oh, it's a little too cold maybe to go in the water. But right. if you were up on the beach in Oscoda and it was 78, it's not that just sweltering heat, but you could still get a tan and lay on the beach and go in the water. And
0: I think it's a good temperature. I'm going to say 72. 72. I, I feel like, uh, I don't, Todd, I don't know if you're, if I'm unloading this or if you're there, right there with me, but at once you hit 50, like this is, I just want it to be 72 all the time. (laughs) And I'm using furnaces and air conditioning to to regulate the air so that I'm constantly at 72, no matter what happens.
3: No, not at all. not even close. (laughs) But that's the problem. Like, all the variables that happen with these different
4: temperatures, if you get, like, a strong breeze at 72, it's a little chilly. Yeah. And if if you want to go outside. In the shade, too. Yeah, if you want to go outside and do shit, Mm -hmm. that could be a little cool. You're not going to be... Like swimming at seventy two. Like But seventy five you could. Yeah, yeah, you definitely could at seventy five in the sun. And seventy five in the shade is seventy two. I mean it's it's (laughs) six it's 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 sixty eight in my house right now. And we're all not down
3: here it
0: isn't. Yeah,
4: yeah, it is. Last <laughs> it week it wasn't. Like it. No, last week, <laughs> last, you, week last week like was eighty four down here. Yeah, but, yeah, but the variables
0: <laughs> you're just talking about—you were running the dryer just a few minutes ago before we started the podcast—and it just—it feels like it's at least seventy two down here, if not warmer than that. Well, mm-hmm.
4: we'll use your uh, old man, old uh, man thermometer. Temperature thermo- yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Have you ever slapped someone in the face? I'm going to go first. Yes.
1: <laughs> I don't think I've ever slapped anyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: never slapped someone in the face? No, not okay. like on not like, woman. I like a real slap.
0: <laughs> yeah, real slap.
2: It's punching.
0: Punching? I was saying, face, yeah, I, yeah, that's a different question. Face wash when you're question. playing
2: hockey? You just take your. <laughs> yeah, I've never. I mean, I've slapped never like, anyone slapped now. anyone. Okay, I don't think. Okay. Nick?
4: Yeah, to to like harm someone, I would say no. Like joking around, slapping, yeah, yeah, that of course, yeah, yeah yeah definitely and i and i will say that i was able to bear, I, I was able to bear witness to bob slapping someone in the face yeah one time.
0: yeah and it was it was on demand
4: so i was asked to we so I'm like, oh absolutely yeah. we, <laughs> had, we had a very uh very drunk friend of ours indian don who wholeheartedly believes um and he's older than bob uh, wholeheartedly, I'm not
0: sure why. The relish the <laughs> relish that he had, the, mm, 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 uh, just to point that out.
4: He's well, because I'm saying this is like an older guy that is coming up to you, and he's very intoxicated, and he's like, and he was on the show before, and he's saying, <clears throat> "Hey, you know," speaking monosyllabically because he's so drunk. Hey, slap me. Slab me, slap <laughs> me in the face, <laughs> and I'm like, what? I'm not gonna slap you in the face. Well, the the thing that Indian Don will do is if if you don't slap him in the face when he gets in that mode, he thinks that a slap is like a, hey man, you know, slap yourself out of it. You know, snap out of it. And he thinks a slap to the face will sober him up. And apparently in his mind, it does. And so if you don't slap him in the face, he will attempt to hit you in the face with his open hand as hard as he can. Until you slap him in the face. So he will provoke you to slap him in the face. So I'm grabbing his drunken hands as he's trying to hit me in the face. And I said, listen, I'm not going to fucking hit you in the face. I'm not slapping you. Fucking slap me. I'm like, I'm not going to slap you. I said, but I know someone who will. <laughs> and he's, he goes, what? I said, I know someone that will slap you in the face. He goes, you do? I said, yep. And I turned to my right. And uh, my good friend, Bob Rankin was talking to someone and I tapped him on the shoulder. I said, Bob, he said, yeah, I said, I got a job for you. He goes, what's that? I said, Don needs someone to slap him in the face. He goes, okay. <laughs> and I moved, I moved from my bar stool. He reaffirmed with Don. Nick said, you need someone to slap you in the face? He said, yep. He goes, okay, bam, just right, just as hard as he possibly could. Now went, his glasses went cockeyed. <laughs> his, his his hair, he has a long pony, like an old man pony. It, and it, it went all frizzy. And, and he was like, thanks, brother. And started.
3: Hope, did he have one straight here? No. Oh.
0: It, that it, actually that perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: And he started <laughs> hugging Bob. And he's like,
0: I really appreciate that. That's what I needed.
4: And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm, I'm a friend, too.
0: Like, wait, I said, Wait, something? I was your best friend. Yeah. Yeah, Don and I've been friends ever since.
4: Yep. And I've never seen more conviction on someone's face than Bob Rankin <laughs> at that moment. He didn't ask he didn't ask why, uh how how hard, like who, who what, is it? What's going on? I said Don wants you to slap him in the face. And he went, Okay. Very matter of fact. But I did
0: confirm. Yeah, you did. He confirmed. Did you say you needed me to slap someone to slap you in the face? He goes, yep. Bob was
2: like, this is my moment right now. Yeah. Moments
0: like those only come along once in a lifetime, my
4: friend. You're not wrong. There, there, uh, was,
2: there was a rosy glow on
4: Bob's face after that smack. Like that, oh, that made my night. He had checked off a bucket list. Like
1: He's like, done. Sleep with a supermodel? <laughs> slap someone in the face. I will say Don was pretty happy after that, too. He was.
4: It
3: was weird. It was a you
4: know, both was a of their pants to remember. Both their pants were wet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Different reasons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why is it exactly though he can't slap himself to sober himself up? Uh, I don't think you can.
1: Todd, it's kind of like you know it's jerking common. yourself it's, off as opposed to someone else doing it. <laughs> That's true. That's why I don't. <laughs> None of us do clearly,
4: because it's just not the same. <laughs> Todd you got oh, a shot.
3: Then
0: Oh hold on. Todd Todd, have oh. you slapped somebody? Oh hell yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Can you elaborate? She's downstairs right now. <laughs> Todd's a pimp.
3: She stalked me right before the wedding. So, so who so who hasn't slap boxed? So I've done that. And uh <laughs> I, I have definitely oh. uh I've definitely I'll just I'll just say this. Uh I was a bouncer at a bar once. And uh, similarly, I actually there's a guy on the bar and I, and I told him that I was going to I told him I was going to do it. And I did it. And it was pretty awesome. It felt pretty good. Did you yell out one, two, three, four, five, fifth, <laughs> And then
4: What did five fingers well, say to the face? <laughs> slap, motherfucker.
1: <laughs>
0: what was he
3: doing that made you threaten to slap him if he didn't stop it? He'd been asked to leave. And and he had been asked asked to leave, and he goes and and it, and it was there was an exchange. and because I, I can't remember because that because that's not my normal go to is the uh, the pimp slap, but he had done something to actually get to that point, and we there was something in exchange. I can't remember the specifics of it, but I'm like, okay, and so I opened open hand freaking
2: blasted dude right off the bar and then dragged him out. <laughs> there, there's really not much not many things out there that's more. Embarrassing than getting slapped, <laughs> or slapping by, of, a, or by another. I'm not, I'm not just by man. just yeah, say by man, another man. by yeah, another man. By yeah, another man getting yeah. slapped. There's slapped really, by a woman. It happens all the time. Well,
0: okay, hold on. So uh, this isn't part of the question, but it begs the follow-up: uh, Has anyone here ever been slapped by a woman?
4: I feel Bob that that number's probably yes. high.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Me? I've way. Yeah. I don't think, think I way. ever have.
2: I've ducked out of the way. I haven't. So, oh, so
0: you've you've been the the, well, at the, the, the target bowling, of a slap at the bowling the, center
2: oh yeah but not
0: the victim of a slap
2: okay yeah I I don't I don't like if two chicks are fighting when I was working at the bowling uh, the, no just let them go at it don't ever get in the yeah, middle yeah you that. would just
0: be like an innocent bystander in that I don't I'm yeah. sure well you're
2: trying to get them outside because you don't want anything damage inside the center but so it's you try not to a one on one like oh I, yeah I've, I'm
0: talking about like somebody like going oh. eyes to you one on one I'm going to slap you that kind of thing no.
1: Todd, I, I do have to ask you that guy you slapped at the bar. Uh, was that Bob Probert right before you fed him a bunch of drinks?
3: <laughs> no, no. And, and Listen but, up, yeah, you little bitch. So you're we, gonna drink. We, we gotta, we gotta shove that too. So, but uh, no, no. The guy I slapped was at uh, Nick's nine one one, I knocked oh. him completely off the stool. It was awesome. <laughs> but, but hey, Bob, yes, by a woman. Actually, it's why I don't. Ha- I, I will never have, and and it's the day that I. The last worn earring was the last time I was slapped by a woman.
0: The, the last what?
3: The last the time you wore time I, an earring. I, yeah.
0: Oh, oh, she caught your ear.
3: No, uh, this is a, another bouncer story. I, I used to bounce at uh, Dooley's in Ann Arbor when I was when I right when I graduated from college, and there was a, a woman that I didn't let into the bar because she had a fake ID, uh, and she insisted it was her ID, and upon me telling her to to. In, Probably a little colorful language to get to gettin, because uh, she wasn't. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so anyway, she slapped. She slapped me and then ripped my hoop earring out of my ear. Oh no! <laughs> wow, that
2: would was- hurt.
3: <sighs> to this day, but, is, I did, is there, but I did not lay a
4: finger on her. To this day, is there a broken lobe? You, sir, are a saint. I,
3: No, no, no. Actually, it, it healed. The, unfortunately, it, was a, it wasn't like a, a, a thick thing, so it broke. But I, if you look at my earlobe, you can see where there was a hole, and now it's like a line because it was – All the way down to the bottom it, like, of the lobe? Couple, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: That sucks, buddy.
3: Uh, we got a couple more
0: to do, but, we, but these shots are going to get really warm before we do it. So, Todd, yeah. you gotta, you're gotta doing yes, crown – I'm just going to assume you're doing crown apple. I'm doing crown apple there today. There you go. So out there, uh, if you listen to us and you have some booze handy – Please pour yourself a shot and then pause us, and now we're back, and now you can do it with us. Cheers. Cheers. Salute. Excellent. All right, uh, so two more quick ones. Uh, Favorite type of muffin? Blueberry.
4: Blueberry. I would probably have to agree.
3: Todd? Double chocolate. Oh,
0: (laughs) Gross. I gotta go I gotta go blueberry. Todd, you're the only <laughs> outlier here.
3: Mary tried to feed me some blueberry trash this morning, and I was like, that the shit out of my face.
0: <laughs> Wait, do you not yeah, like yeah, blueberry? This. Do you not like blueberry anything? I like no, I love
3: blueberries. Got blueberry bushes on the on
0: whoa, the homestead. Whoa,
3: whoa. Just not in your muffins. Just not in my muffins, oh man. My I like God. blueberry pancakes, too. So many jokes. <laughs> Dude,
0: we're on a podcast. There you don't have to there. hold back. Oh my god! You guys fucking
4: with me here? What's going on? It's all the fucking blueberries and balls on your fucking bush and the muffins. Settle down.
0: I'm not sure anyone said balls, but
4: blueberries are spheres. They're balls. Balls, bush, blueberries, muffin.
0: Come on. Okay. Yeah, bears, bees, battlestar galactica. You're killing me. Exactly. And just so you know, it's beats by the way.
4: Just so you know about blue balls or any balls really. Uh body oh, and below go. the belt grooming and a whole new ball game. Smoothmyballs.com presents the Turf Chopper 3.0 which has Hell premium yeah. alloy blades and is water resistant. So you can take it in the shower or the sink. I don't know how you take something in the sink, but if you need to, you can do it. Shaving your body and below the belt should not be a task where you have to worry about nips and cuts. The Turf Chopper 3.0 which Todd knows about Features a (laughs) no-scrape technology, so you don't have to have that lift and tug that he so eloquently told us about in the past. The no-scrape technology, so you never have to nip that sack again. Use the promo code schnozcast for 20% off of your purchase. If links are not your thing then or are your thing, then go to <laughs> SmoothMyBalls.com forward slash Nascast. SmoothMyBalls.com is our sponsor, the perfect gear to upgrade your grooming routine in the bathroom or shower and help you grab life by the balls. <laughs> Smooth My Balls. All played.
0: <laughs> I, I looked at you and I think we were thinking the same thing. <laughs> like normally in a podcast, the sponsors are like right up front or they like pre-record them and then they stick them in and put like post, right? However, I think Nick has stumbled upon something that's genius, which is anytime we just kind of like the, the topic just shifts to balls somehow and then he just jumps right in with his sponsor read. It's so
4: the way to go. You gotta keep people on their toes because yeah. if you if you front load your podcast with sponsors, then people are just gonna fast forward. Hundred percent.
0: That's exactly what I feel like everybody does
2: that. That's what I do.
0: Really? I listen to all that bad reads. It depends on. on who it is. If they're gonna read it and they read it differently every time then then I will listen. Like, Bill Burr does it, and it's hilarious, and it's different every single
1: time. Oh, yeah. I, I, you can't just have this one, do one ad read, and I mean, then have it have put in your... A lot of it, podcasts do that. They
0: pre-record oh, that's, it. And that's they they, Rogan they does same,
2: his all the first well, I mean, five minutes. those are all nothing but ads.
0: And they're all, like, the it's, same. it's the same yep. recording. It's the yeah, same Drew, recording.
2: Drew and Mike <laughs> take turns, like,
4: Corey will read it one week, you know, Trudy will do it, bobbled you know wherever it may be but they you know say oh bob you want to do the sponsor this week you know and, and so it's, yeah. it's always a new spin
1: right and I, like so i get recording it and and playing it you know in in the midst of when they take a break or whatever that makes right. sense but yeah if it was this, they just a pre-recorded just one that they did and then put it in yeah i would probably fast forward but yeah. a, a lot of people that i listen to well, they are pre-recorded but they it is a, a fresh read every time they put it in the episode.
0: That I would, if they're trying to make it funny. and Yeah.
4: So the newest thing is, uh, so Trudy's not always on the Drew and Mike show. She does 106.7 wheels um, as, a, as a video or a, a disc jockey or whatever they're called. Um, and so she's not always on the show uh, every day. But when she is, they've been giving her the jerkmate ad read. And it's absolutely hysterical because she's such a classy chick, you know. Yeah. And they make her, they make her read it, and, she, and she's so professional all the time, you know. Right. And they they'll cut her off and say things like, "Oh, Trudy uses it all the time," and she's like, "Yeah, you, you. hey, she's like, I'm all about it. She's like, there's no
0: hate here." <laughs> um. All right, so we yeah, got last one, and then uh, I'm gonna dish it back over to Nick, like I promised I would. Um, Todd, giving presents, yes sir, or getting presents, giving. That's my boy. That's my man. I'm i I'm, I'm the same way. Greg giving Todd or sorry, Corey
2: giving.
4: Nick. Yeah, I would, you know, as much as I love getting a, a fucking, I know, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got
1: to add something to my answer after you're done. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No,
4: as much as I love to get a present, I thoroughly enjoy picking something out for somebody.
1: Okay. Yeah. The amendment to my, my answer is, now that I'm getting older, it has definitely become, I like guess as a kid, that's all you look forward to is getting presents. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, part of becoming an adult is learning how to give presents. Yeah, yeah.
1: So now, yeah, becoming older now, it it definitely is, it's more interesting to, to give them and, and see people's reaction, you know, know the thought you put into them. Um, rather yeah, than I hope you guys anything. all enjoy your
3: brute by Fabergé. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dad used to wear that
0: shit. <laughs> Gross. Hi, <laughs> everybody. I can, I can literally <laughs> picture it up in his medicine cabinet right now and, and smell it. So there's that. <laughs> All right. So uh, thanks, fellas. A big dent in lightning round. Um, and now I'm going to dish it over to Nick uh, before we take a break because he has uh, what I'm told is the world's first uh, legal ghost story.
4: Yeah, so it's it's the, uh, the the one and only so far that I've heard um, so it's a ghost who actually uh, helped solve her own murder um, so this article as it reads uh, one January afternoon 1897 Erasmus uh, Edward shoe a blacksmith uh, sent his neighbor's young boy to see if Elva shoes uh, Elva shoes wife of three months needed anything from the market so it says that the boy walked through the front door of the shoes rural uh, Greenbrier County, West Virginia log house and found Elva lying at the foot of the stairs. Uh, he stood for a moment looking at the woman, not knowing what to make of the scene. He's easy he's young boy. Um, her body was stretched out straight uh, legs together. One arm was at her side and the other rested across her chest. Her head was tilted to one side. At first he thought that she was simply asleep on the floor, but he stepped towards her quietly calling out miss Shu, miss Hsu. Uh When she didn't respond, he then panicked bolted from the house and ran back. He told his mother what he had found, and she summoned the local doctor and coroner, George W. Knapp. Knapp didn't get, the, get to the shoe's house for almost an hour. I mean, you have to feel like back in the 1800s, it's probably quite a task to be jumping on a horse and going from town to town. Uh, so he didn't get there for almost about an hour, and by the time he arrived, shoe had already gotten home. Carried his wife's body up to the bedroom, washed and dressed her, laid her out on the bed, uh, he had prepared her body for burial in a high-neck dress with a stiff collar and placed a veil over her face. Knapp went about examining the body, shoe cradling his wife's head and crying the whole time. When Nap attempted to examine uh, Elva's neck and head, shoe became very agitated, and Knapp, who didn't want to provoke him any further uh, based on the fact that he had just lost his wife, um, decided that the examination was over and uh, he would leave, leave the man with his... Uh, his wife that had just passed. He found nothing amiss with the body parts that he had examined, and he had also been treating Elva for a few weeks prior to this, so he listed the cause of death as everlasting faint and then changed it to complications from pregnancy. Elva's body was taken to her childhood home of Little Soul Mountain and buried there, but not before a bizarre funeral where the widower acted very erratically. He paced by the casket, fiddling with Elvis' head and neck, uh, moving her neck around, moving her head around into different positions. In addition to the collar and the veil that he covered her, her face with, um, he had covered her neck with a scarf. It didn't match anything uh, that she was wearing. Her burial dress um, was very fancy. The scarf was not. But Shu insisted that um, this was her favorite scarf and that she would have wanted to be buried with it. He also propped her head up first with a pillow and then rolled up a cloth. It was certainly very strange, but most guests likely chalked it up to the grieving process. Shu was generally liked and regarded uh, without any suspicions by anyone in the community. Uh, Everyone in the town except for Mary Jane Heaster, Elva's mother. She had never liked Shu, and even without evidence, she was convinced that he had murdered uh, her daughter. If only Elva could... Figure out what had happened. She thought. Uh, she decided to pray for Elva somehow come back from the dead, and reveal the truth about her death. She prayed every night for weeks and weeks and weeks until finally her prayers were answered. Hester claimed that her daughter appeared to her uh, in a dream form for four nights in a row to tell her story. Supposedly the spirit appeared first as a bright light, gradually taking the form of a human. Um, that was obviously an apparition, filling the room with a certain chill as the temperature dropped. Elva's ghost confessed to her mother that Shu cruelly abused her uh, day and night, and one night attacked her in a rage when he thought that she hadn't made any meat for his dinner. That's a good reason to kill someone. Sure, uh, he had broken her <laughs> neck. <laughs> he had broken her neck. The ghost said, uh, and as she said this. Um, the see-through apparition of what looked like her daughter spun her neck around 360. Um, She turned her head completely around her body and said that he had broken her neck. Then the ghost turned and walked away, disappearing into the night while staring back at her mother. Heaster went to the local prosecutor, John Preston, and spent the afternoon at his office trying to get him to reopen the case. Whether Preston believed the story about the ghost, we don't know, but Heaster was persistent and convincing enough that she began asking questions around town. Uh, Or the the prosecutor began asking questions around town. Shoe's neighbor and friends told Preston about the man's strange behavior at the funeral, and Dr. Knapp admitted that his examination uh, was incomplete, and he wasn't able to examine the neck and the head. It was enough for Preston to justify an order to uh, complete an autopsy, and a few days later the body was exhumed, despite Shoe's objections. Knapp and two other doctors laid the body out on the town's one-room schoolhouse to give it a thorough examination. A local newspaper, the Pocahontas Times, uh, later reported that on the throat were the marks of fingers indicating that she had been strangled or choking, um, that the neck was dislocated between the first and second vertebrae. The ligaments were torn and ruptured, and the windpipe had been completely crushed to the point Um That the front of the neck met the back it was clear that elva's death was not natural but there was no evidence pointing to the killer and no witnesses shoes strange behavior since elva's death uh stuck in preston's mind and cast some suspicion at him at the same time elva's mother had described exactly how her daughter was killed before an autopsy was even performed maybe she's the one that did it he thought and the ghost story was an elaborate plot to frame shoe Preston continued to investigate and began looking into Shu's past. He learned that Shu had been married twice before. The first ended in divorce while Shue was in prison for stealing a horse. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he was in prison for stealing a horse. Come on, man. It's the time. Um, the wife later told police that Shu was extremely violent and often beat her frequently while they were married. His second marriage ended just after eight months with the mysterious death of his second wife. In between these marriages, Shue boasted in prison that he planned to marry seven women total in his lifetime. The previous wife's mysterious death and Shue's history of, of abuse were circumstantial, but enough for Preston to bring him to trial. Heaster was the prosecution's star witness, but Preston wanted to avoid an issue uh, of her ghostly sightings since Elvis' story as relayed by her mother might be objected to hearsay by the defense perhaps hoping to prove her unreliable Shue's lawyer questioned Heaster extensively about the ghost visit and the cross in the cross examination the tactic backfired when Heaster is refusing to waver in her account despite intense badgering by the lawyer Many people in the community, if not the jury, seemed to believe Heaster's story and Shue did himself no favors by taking the stand in his own defense, rambling and appealing to the jury to look into his face and then say that he was guilty, um, which is what the local paper reported. Testimony, manner, and so forth made an unfavorable impression on the spectators, uh, said some of the members of the jury. Uh, The jury deliberated for just about an hour and 10 minutes before returning a guilty verdict. She was sentenced to life in prison, but died uh, soon after an epidemic tore through the local prison in the spring of 1900. Heaster lived till until 1916 and never recanted her story about uh, Elva's ghost. Maybe her story swayed the jury and won the case. Maybe it didn't. Maybe her daughter spoke to her uh, from beyond the grave. Maybe the ghost was all in Heaster's head, or maybe it was a strategic lie. But no matter what you think, or what was seen or what was believed, without the ghost story, Heaster may have never gone uh, to Preston and Shue may have not gone to trial. A historical marker in Greenbrier County commemorates Elva's death and the unusual court case that followed, noting that this was the only known case in history in which testimony from a ghost helped convict a murderer.
1: Holy sweet Jesus. (laughs) Fantastic story, sir. So... Not to cut 98% of that off, but wow. couldn't they have just, when he was kind of being weird around the body and trying to hide her neck and twist her head and all that shit, like been like, ah, eh, we should probably look back into
2: this. It's in the early 1900s, though. They're not going to... Yeah. I
1: mean, they were, you know, those, those times were... You know,
4: uh, a lot a lot of things were so different. You know, it was like men were revered and women were, were to be seen. Women women. Seen, not heard, and, and if he's crying and all this stuff and just acting weird like saying, Oh my god, I can't believe you're dead and fixing her head, then they may just think he's she's he's grieving, you know, and I think that's what it was.
5: Mm.
4: Sure. <laughs> I mean I, I don't think I mean no, me you know
1: you know I'm a fan of the paranormal. So I'm not obviously I'm not saying, Oh, oh well, yeah, yeah. that's but, yeah, I, I I think the the biggest tell on that would have been him twisting the body up at the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> and putting weird scarves on I, her. I mean, you know. I'm no detective. I'm no detective. I'll give you that much. Hold on. You're not but, a detective? Nor a prosecutor, believe it or not. Wait a minute. What? I know. But rather than waiting for the ghost to show up, I just would like, oh, look at this fucking guy doing this. I mean, think about the
4: doctor that didn't do his due diligence. I mean, you know, I'm surprised he wasn't uh lost his license
1: or anything like that you know i don't the think they really had licenses back then they were just kind of i'm pretty sure they well, Oh, your like you're doctor
2: you're a doctor you're, now your grandfather did he wasn't a plague doctor oh. was, <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you say a plague doctor yeah that's a thing
4: yeah a plague, it used to be yeah plague doctors they okay. the wore the big uh uh oh, cr- yeah. crow crow mask yes they they doctors were like
0: spy versus spy man magazine. yes yes
4: doctors were in such a shortage at the time because they were going to people's houses to diagnose them and they were dying themselves that they basically asked anyone like, Oh, medical, you, you know, the word surgery, you're a doctor (laughs) and you're a plague doctor. And so they would put on heavy leather garments because they thought leather kept out the plague and they would wear this giant crow's
0: beak, mask to keep people at bay no no no, no. The, the crow's feet mask
4: would they would fill the end with incense and light it because the stench of death was so bad and because the suit was not um completely um impermeable uh you know most of them died as well so but yeah
1: play most plague doctors were not we're not doctors at all todd you're unmuted now sorry buddy that was that was bob's fault <laughs>
0: Sorry, buddy. Asshole. <laughs> I've
3: been freaking bitching for like
0: 15 minutes. Well, so Nick was reading this ghost story from start to finish, and it was- uh, I know. I, and I was quiet for that whole bit. No, no, you, that's the thing. You weren't. There was like little bits of like static coming through, which is, you know, an ongoing problem that we as a podcast need to fix. But I'm like, I got to stop that from interrupting the story. So I muted, and then I forgot when the story was over <laughs> to take you off you. <laughs>
4: Well, I appreciate Todd f- for not trying to interrupt me and Bob for you taking care of the technical difficulty. Appreciate it. Anytime, buddy. And
3: with that, wait, hold on. Todd, you know, Todd, Todd, didn't hear Todd, what Todd was saying. Yeah, Todd, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all freaking lost. But in time, I was going to say, it feels like, though, the biggest person to blame is the first detective because the first, given the context you laid about how basic people were back in the 1800s, early 1900s, uh, feels like the first question of fire detective was, has your wife done anything to make you angry this week?
2: No, they and didn't care about It feels then. like
3: not serving meat at dinner is like twist your neck off worthy. But, I mean, you mean, This know, should have
4: been solved day one. It kind of sounds like the guy was pretty evasive, so he could have been like, no, not at all. So now what?
3: All right. Well, have a good one. <laughs>
4: he he,
2: cle- he
3: clearly wasn't covering up his craziness while dude was sitting there with him, him twisting his wife's neck and and not wanting him to look at her neck or, and or Todd. I Todd. think I think would I think he'd have been like you know we get along for the most part except for the neighbors might bitch about the fact that two days ago bitch didn't serve meat. at dinner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know she didn't serve meat the other day and well, I heard them yelling at each other. I was to say I'm sorry, Cod. Um, Cod,
2: Lord Cod, now, you, Lord Cod, you, now, There's your title of 150. Lord Cod,
1: <laughs> now, now, if the detective sat down with the guy and was like, So, has anything gone on recently that, uh, you know, could have brought this about? And the guy was like, Yeah, she didn't make meat the other day. Do you think the detective was like, Well, okay, she had it coming. And just walked out. Yeah, well, actually, yes. better. yet, Corey, it's, it's Corey the 1800s. let's flip this
3: guy's head. What did you have for dinner for the last seven days, sir? Fish sticks. Well, we had uh, we had venison and corn, and then the next day we had uh, a little hog balls and and gravy, and then the third day we had uh, a spinach casserole, a vegetarian spinach casserole, and then after that. Yeah, she didn't cook for me anymore.
4: Speaking of balls, smoothyourballs.com for all your shaving needs. Smoothmyballs.com.
3: Hogballs.
0: All right, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back uh in just a few minutes. Welcome back to the second second half. The second wow. half.
4: Wow, really? The second the second halfs of the <laughs> cod.
0: Second <laughs> half of episode one five zero for Schneizel's cast. Uh, we got Todd. Do we? Yep, have Todd? we do have Todd. Todd, are you there? Word. All right, sir. It's time for the airing of grievances.
4: <laughs> yes. yes. Let's tell you what I think about you. And You're going to listen. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I want this to be, I want to hear how it goes, but even before I've heard a word, I want this to be a regular thing. I don't know how we do it, (laughs) but maybe we, I I don't know of any of the podcasts that are doing an airing of grievances segment.
3: So go ahead. All right. So I have some grievances to air. I I recently traveled, uh, made a business trip from uh, Seattle to Boston. Uh, And so before I get started with my airing of grievances, uh, I want to say this is not intended to body shame anyone or even Closely state that I have a good body. I'm a big, fat, old dude now. Uh, but I, I, but my my Ow. grievance is this. Yes, I used to be a freaking handsome stud of a man. S- specimen than, of a man, yeah. <laughs> older and wider. Uh, but anyway, uh, I was on a flight from on my way back home this week. And so I have a couple of things. And I, I don't want to, again, not body shaming. I have a bad body but there's a couple of things i realized uh first the flight attendants uh should not uh, should not be built like bulls uh and bulls like the animal bulls do, do you guys know who will sasso wait, wait, hold on. A, a, what wait, other can bulls you would we specify be specify what about? other yeah well i mean you could like like not i wasn't slang just, like, just a big B dude just huge just a huge dude like in every way you, you guys know who Will Sasso is, right? Yes. So imagine a Will Sasso looking guy who's like six foot two and weighs easily 360 and is wide as wide as the aisle of an airplane. That was a flight attendant on my flight back. Sounds like discrimination and to me. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm again I'm not saying the airline should discriminate, <laughs> but I'm like, somebody should review this because. To, while I was while we we're on the plane, I normally sit next to the window so I can avoid this. But uh, full flight, I actually tried to get on a, a, a. I got on a different flight to get back home a little bit earlier. Uh, Will Sasso's cousin, <laughs> who's as big as a freaking house, is a flight attendant on my flight, and they push up so and, and I and I'm on the aisle, which I'm normally in the window to avoid this, but I'm on the aisle. And I'm a big guy, so I my arm is in the aisle, so it takes up at least four or five inches in the aisle, because I'm a wide gentleman. And so the, they push the cart up, and normally that cart hits me in the elbow before it actually gets to my shoulder, and I know, hey, bring it in a little bit. Because <laughs> That's how I know it's time the to cart's eat. cart's coming. <laughs> it's time for a exactly. drink. time for a exactly. drink, yeah. Exactly. But this, t- this is the first time ever, though, they push the cart just past my seat, a row ahead of me, And then imagine Will Sasso's bull cousin, fricking pirouetting, handing out waters and peanuts and all manner of other things to people. And his ass, my face, my chest, this dude's ass was in my fricking row more (laughs) than my ass was in the seat for the six hour flight home. And I'm just saying, and, and, and by the way, since it's a six hour flight, these people did the same dance again later in the flight. And I'm like, no fucking way, dude! Your ass, my 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 arms. i showered twice since I've been on. My arms will Sesso's ass. That's the one. My second grievance is, bitch is as big as Will Sasso sitting a row ahead of me to my right. Well, I can't avoid looking. Should not wear Adidas sweatpants and thongs. Oh my goodness! Those are my grievances. <laughs> so,
4: Todd, the, my only takeaway is, um, from a generally non-politically correct person to a politically correct person, uh, I feel like you have to recant most of what you said because (laughs) what you should really think about are other people's feelings and you should really uh, – there's a good chance that they might be listening to the show and uh, you just probably shouldn't be saying things like that because you have to put yourself in their shoes.
0: Allow me to piggyback on what Nick just said. I'm going to clarify and say when you say I don't mean to body shame – what I'm really, not body
3: shaming. I'm just saying, dude, eh, if I you should got think a job of a different next line week of work. At, at,
0: what, what, you're really, up, what, no. what you're really trying to say <laughs> is it's impractical for such a such a wide person to be occupying such a narrow space in a plane if the goal is to make other passengers comfortable. That's Correct. Not,
1: that's not body shaming, that's just merely as a practicality. I, I think what Todd was really saying there is what, what I heard at least yeah. was the airlines need to go back to the 1970s. We are three piggybacks deep right now, by the way. When
0: back when dudes used to drink and smoke a lot more and used to be a little thinner
1: and could feel the stewardesses up and get away with it. I think that's what Todd was just saying. Well, this is a far well,
2: cry well, from last week. So.
1: Yeah, that is true.
2: I do. I do have to agree with Ty as being a taller individual. When you do have to sit in the aisle. Hold on. Away. I don't think
0: anything of what Todd said Had to do are taller. <laughs> well it, what if it was taller, wider? wider? It's wider both. Will sasso I'm both. like we're, we're little bullish.
2: Little Listen, I'm both. So when I sit in a seat, especially if you're if you're in coach. Yeah. It's cod like. Yeah. God-like. Exactly. You son of a bitch. It's when you're sitting there and you got, you know, your feet hanging, like my feet, like Todd's arm hangs out, my arm hangs out and my foot hangs out. And I'm usually I usually have to move my foot when the person in front of me wants to get out of their seat so could couldn't
4: the the uh, devil's advocate of this argument um, from will sasso's sister or, or brother Bo- or Bo- whatever, cousin i think Bo- what, cousin. whatever it may be would if they were here right now which uh, you know, you can't necessarily talk about people when they're not in this, you know, when they're not around to oh, defend themselves. Of course but you can. But, going to. <laughs> but, I mean, according to last week's Politically Correct, uh, we want to do everything we can, right, to make everyone feel comfortable and, and we're going to go the extra hey, mile. Exactly. And, and I, by the and,
3: way, I love Will Sasso, so that's a freaking compliment. So,
4: <laughs> but if that person were here, uh, do you think they might be thinking, hey, buddy,
3: how about lose a couple
4: pounds so I'm not brushing my ass up against your elbow every time I'm trying to do my job? You know it's a plane. You know it's a small seat. Uh, why don't why don't you uh, why don't you fly where there's some larger seats so I don't have to keep rubbing up against you each time? Like, is there? Cause I'm
3: the paying
0: customer. He's the employee. That's a good point. Counterpoint. Go, it is. Go, but it,
1: and I mean, Todd, you could also. I mean, with the Todd, I'm sorry, the cod money that you have. <laughs> he does have there, a lot of there, cod money. There is a thing called first class.
3: So, again, if you'd listened to my story thoroughly or think, asked a clarifying question, <laughs> I did state I got on a different plane that I had booked. And so, therefore, I was subject to normal people rules. And mm. first thing available <laughs> when, was, a, when, you're, uh, was
0: when
1: you're Lord Cod. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And that's when things <laughs> went downhill, when I had to be treated like you fuckers. When I had to be
4: treated <laughs> like an everyday person.
0: Sit back here with us yeah.
4: and piss him. All of a sudden, things became better
0: untenable.
4: The first when the silver spoon was pulled from my lips, <laughs> I tasted a very bitter medicine. And it tasted like asshole. Yep.
0: <laughs> Will Sasso asshole. Will Sasso asshole.
4: We, we put the better looking flight attendants in the first class areas. Yeah, yeah. yeah literally. Maybe if, if you... The aisle's a
3: little bit wider, and they typically have the pixies up there
4: and i think you were a little you you were a little peeved because normally your um you know your your aluminum alarm clock that uh, hits you in the funny bone to remind you that you need another drink because you're drooling all over yourself sleeping in your seat didn't happen so you abruptly were awakened by an asshole in your face, and that probably <laughs> upset you and ruined your flight.
1: Yeah, normally at that point, Todd would have already had a would have had a hot towel on his face.
4: I was face. gonna say he
2: had a hot towel. And Todd's like
4: Todd's like, like arm in the yeah. aisle. Yep. When when the drink cart hits it, <laughs> right, startles me, wakes me up. I yep. see a beautiful flight attendant.
0: Yep. I order a drink. It's yep. Perfect. They say more anything. He says more, more everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Fellas, yes.
2: how can we make this a regular segment? We just got to get Todd to fly Does more. fly places. somewhere every week? Todd has to fly somewhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised he wasn't in his helicopter.
0: No, I think you... I, I don't know that you know Todd well enough, but Todd, Todd could come up with some grievances even if he's just going down to the Kroger.
4: I feel like these are larger people getting angry at other larger people. <laughs> I have a glandular problem! Leave me alone! My thyroid's
0: <laughs> off! I can be the only large person on this one. There ain't room for the two of us. And all those stories start out with I do to body shame because I'm yeah. a big guy but, but I got dot, a, dot dot big Samoan
4: motherfucker trying to serve me
0: drinks. Yeah.
3: A rock came walking down I the aisle. If I, if I got hired by an airline and they're like hey Todd so you're going to you're going to be a flight attendant it'd be awesome. I'm so excited. But here's the one thing. Can I ask that I not Serve the drinks during the the meal settings. I'll man, the doors! I'll freaking scrub the galley, whatever. Because I I don't want to have my ass okay. For, first of all, are, dude's face. Are you on a ship? T- <laughs> where where are you? Are you on a plane? It's I don't, called the
1: galley. Who mans the doors? And. <laughs> And pretty uh, sure you don't get to pick what you do as a flight attendant, <laughs> Yeah, you could do the seatbelt uh, dance. I like, I like it, it,
0: it sounded like he interviewed for anything on the plane, and they were like, how about a flight attendant? <laughs> like, he wasn't in inter- <laughs> he was just, like, pilot, pilot, flight attendant. Uh, yeah, mechanic. <laughs>
4: Who's the one watching the door? That's what I want to do.
3: That's exactly what I did. Sir, I see
4: flight
0: attendant when I look at you. (laughs) uh, That's what you got.
4: I'm not sure if you understand. I used to be a bouncer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I can slap the shit out of some unruly people on this plane. But with the way people act on planes these days, you might need that. So it's okay. Exactly.
3: Exactly. (laughs) I have what you call a bit of a weight problem. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Hey, they offered me director of technology in flight. Intended. I'm like, yeah, I love the
0: track. I love a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, gotta be regular. All right, Corey.
4: Oh, it's the MF and gentlemen's agreement. Oh.
0: Done. All right. Todd, since you got the floor. Yes, sir. Uh, you had to watch tough guy. I think it was by Corey. Of course, it, it was, was.
3: <laughs> and uh, so it's. Uh, this is this was this was a tough. This is the toughest assignment ever. So I don't even know how to grade it, Corey. Uh, you, if you've seen, so let me tell you what it is. It's a documentary about the life of uh, Bob Probert, one how he grew up and entering the NHL all the way, and it covers up to his death. Which uh, you were part if of, anybody's. Part, <laughs> <you> know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why, I, quite quite honestly, uh, when they got to, at that part in the film, when li- you... cried his, a little? For, he left Tony's... I, I, no, I cried a lot. I actually, I woke my wife up and said, I feel like a total freaking heel. I actually was an enabler uh, of a person with a really, really bad problem in it. I mean, I was a young guy. Uh, he, Bob was a little bit older than me, four years older than me. Uh, and I enabled a person with a problem to destroy themselves for a day and I had no recollection or knowledge that uh that he'd been struggling in the way that he had so it was a I I, I can't really grade it because I think that it was a the the it was a lot of Bob's actual own words for and I don't know I think it, like it so felt like he recorded it on a a handheld uh cassette recorder because it was the sound quality wasn't great great but I mean it was uh it it was very very personal to me. I don't know that, and I definitely know that I won't recommend it to anybody because I'm embarrassed about my part in it. How are you but feeling I think now, it was Corey? Well done.
0: <laughs> feeling good about yourself now? How's that old pat on the back? <laughs> well, clearly
3: the the point was not to to make you feel that or have that. No, no, I, and I know that. I, like I said, I it just. How many, how many, this is probably the only time ever that on this podcast, someone will watch a show or a, an assignment that they were actually a part of. Well, and, 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 that, literally,
1: and, and that was the reason why I did assign it to you because I, I, I knew the story and, and the the role that you had
3: in, and I shouldn't say the role. Cause they, I'm surprised you haven't slapped me when you've heard me tell that story then. Cause that's, that, that's what I took away from it. Anybody who's heard me tell, tell that story and who's watched this thing should slap me in the face and I deserve it.
1: Yeah, no, well that, that, and again, that that was that was not the point. It was, but knowing the the connection that you had and yep. the
3: yep. the one on one. I know, that, like I said, I'm appreciative, Corey. I'm not not knocking you. I'm not. This isn't a I'm mad at Corey. This is. I, I know. Like I, know. So, I think it's a one in a million. The fact that this is a documentary that has someone that I've not only met but actually interacted with, and when you see what the documentary is about. You just, you can't help but feel that way, and right, not cool. Corey. And like I said, I did No, thank you. And thank you for giving it to me because at the end of the day, it's going to make me a better person for the rest of my days. You're welcome, Todd, Todd. Just so you know,
0: if you asked me to, I would slap you in the face right now, <laughs> without, without hesitation, <laughs>
3: because I love you. Yep. So you if you're it? listening, don't wa- don't watch don't watch it unless you're <laughs> truly a hockey fan. Because actually, from that perspective, I don't actually some good highlights. It was so awesome seeing Stu Grimson and Shelley because, again, uh, I had the opportunity during the, those, those days to actually hang out with some of those guys. So I, I have some great Dallas Drake stories uh, as well. But uh, it was very, very cool to actually see something made. And know I wasn't in it, but I absolutely <laughs> was tangibly a part of it and was a, with many of the people uh, who were in it many, many times. So that, that was pretty cool.
1: Well, cool and uncool, I guess, for, for my response to uh, your your review of it, so. All
0: right. Are we done? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, no, I... That was more I, than 30 I, seconds. No, no, it's fine. I, I, I felt like there was more, and I didn't... This was a... It was a very complex review for a number of reasons, so I didn't want to cut it off. Corey, you had to watch Enemy of the Gates.
1: From, I did from, from Greg, Greg, yes. Yep. Um... So, uh, your classic World War Two film, uh, but it's based around uh, some sniper teams that are are overseas and, and fighting in, in Stalingrad. Is this me.
0: a spoiler free or spoilery?
1: uh no, I'll, I'll. It's spoiler free. <laughs> okay. Uh the 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 first thing that the cast Ed Harris is in it as a Nazi general, which uh, in a war any war movie. Ed Harris pops up and I'm like, well, this is going to be good because yeah. he's in every single war movie as some sort of bad dude. So they couldn't have gone wrong with that. Uh, but it, it's, it's about this the sniper team that's – it's basically the World War II version of American Sniper. Uh, like they, they, were, they weren't American on either side. It was the Germans versus, versus the Russians at, the, at this point. Uh, but the Russian side was basically the Chris Kyle of their time and, and their era. Uh, they were going out and just picking off Germans left and right. And the Germans were trying to figure out, like, how, how do we stop this, this sniper that's just killing off all, all of our soldiers, all of our repairmen, our radio men, like just taking guys, 28 guys a day um, and kill, just killing us in numbers. But the, the, the biggest takeaway from me and, and the most interesting part was how war was then. Um, you know, they were basically, the sniper himself, uh, Versa- what was it, Versailles, 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 He, he was writing in, in the paper, every the Russian paper every day, basically telling his exploits of how he was killing, like, how he was killing Germans and, and every shot he took. And it was being written in the daily paper to boost the morale of the Russians to say, yeah, we're doing good. Like we're, we're getting, we're getting a hold on the Germans and, and taking advantage of them. Uh, so like that, like, cause obviously stuff like that would ne- never be written in a paper nowadays. Like that's just would be unheard of. Uh, And secondly, the, they were collecting every kill he had. Uh, They would go out and, and collect the dog tags of, of who they, they killed. And they were posting those in the papers. And I'm like, oh man, like that's, that's crazy. Cause stuff like that just would not, not be okay whatsoever today. Uh, but back then that was too boost the Russian people's spirits to show like, oh yeah, we're, we're doing good. We're, we're, we're kind of getting a, an upper hand on, on the Germans. So that, I mean, that was a, a very, very cool thing to see. And I shouldn't say cool, but it was, uh, it was eye Um The downsides, uh, there was a, a, of course, a love story mixed in with a, a female sniper. That was where I'm like, ah, yeah, that,
2: that clearly didn't happen. Was she hot? The Russians had... So many Russian, like the women, female snipers. Oh, a hundred percent. Look into it. Right. They were all right. over and the no, place. No, and,
1: and not saying that, that wasn't happy, but the, the love story in itself, that was like, oh, okay, this, it would be like taking, saving private Ryan and mixing in like a love interest. But if she's hot, Yeah, eh, she wasn't the greatest, but uh. I, I mean, in, in real life, she might be, but I, in, in the movie, it's nothing to <laughs> write some ugly makeup n- on her? Nothing to write home about. Okay, Gotcha. Um, but uh, all around a great, great movie, um, you know, especially if you're you're a fan of, of that era and, and those movies, definitely check it out. And, and I, I'm actually surprised I hadn't seen it. Uh, the second it started, I was like, yeah, this is really crazy. I haven't seen this. So great pick, man. Enemy at the Gates. If, if you haven't seen it, I would say check it Where'd out. Where'd you find it? Uh, Hulu, I
3: believe. Yeah. Okay. Hey, by the way. Between 1941 and 1945, a total of 2,484 Soviet female snipers were functioning in this role.
2: Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of them out there.
3: <laughs> Greg. Yes. You had dark from Nick.
2: Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> he just <laughs> blanked out I for a second. Like, yeah, no, no, no. Just, he looked sorry. at me like... No, I, <laughs> that's,
1: that's Anyways, not what I watched. Um,
2: oh, yeah, I guess I, I did. did. I did. I watched, so I watched two episodes. that are I think, about an hour long, 45 minutes long, something like that. Um, I made a mistake. I decided to watch it with my new screen up because, you know, I have that new screen to go watch all these movies in, but because it's subtitled, subtitles are rather large on a 110-inch screen. mm and so I really couldn't tell what was going on exactly. Cause I was too busy going like this to read everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You should just put dubbing on. I thought I'm going to though, because I actually was like interested in the story. Mm-hmm. So it is definitely something that is like right up my alley, so to speak. And
0: it gets fucking weird. Yeah,
2: so, it's already weird. Two episodes in, always, I'm like, what is going on? So we've
0: have a we've had a couple of reviews of Dark already. Yeah. So, and I can't remember whether they were spoiler free or not. But so, is this going to be a spoiler free review? Or?
2: Uh, I'll do my best. Uh, it's from got, what I gathered so far, it's uh, it kind of bounced back and forth because someone watched two episodes. But it starts off, I think, in '84 or '85, somewhere in that time period. Mm-hmm. Kid goes missing, and then it looks like they fast forward to more of a present time. To me, what I gathered is, like, the kid came back to modern time. Mm-hmm. But as a kid from when he was lost. Because a couple other kids went missing. So, I, I really haven't got too deep the, into the story.
4: The dubbing is is actually pretty good. <clears throat> is um, it? Yeah, because I was watching it, I think, the first episode, maybe 30 minutes in. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the things where I thought, I'm like, oh, I have to pause this and then start it again? Like, is this the... The audio off, you know, yeah. Like I didn't, I would, didn't realize that it was like a German show, yeah. you know. So I mean,
2: I, so far though, like it's like, like I said, that's kind of the stuff that I like. So I'm sitting there watching it, and I probably should have turned it off that TV and went to a different TV. But
4: I mean, you don't have to switch. It's because it's on Netflix, right?
2: Yeah. So I'm just gonna go to the dubbing with the yep. English. I saw just, it in there, and yep. I'm like,
4: just click English dubbing, and yeah. it's it's perfect. They do a pretty good job at it. So yeah, and that's fine, like because I,
2: like I said, I I can. If I know it's dubbed, I don't really pay attention to the whole like the lips, and the lip thing. Yeah, that's not a, it's not a factor. But so far, it's I'm I'm gonna continue to watch it. I yeah, mean, it's. Uh,
4: I would even say to if you if I'm you, gonna start it over, yeah, haven't that much, yep. then just re-watch it dubbed. Yeah, it's it's super cool.
2: There's three seasons, so it's perfect. Somebody kind of like binge, yep. nonstop, <laughs> for
0: sure. All right, um, thanks, man. Nick, you had uh, the man who shot Liberty Valance.
4: I did. And uh, the 30 second synopsis it's a <laughs> John Wayne movie, um, black and white. Um, Western cowboy movie did not go how I thought it was going to go. Um, but I will say, um, even though it's, and it may just be me. You know, 30-second synopsis aside, now that that's over, um, it may just be me that I have an old soul, but I absolutely fucking loved it. I mean, I really loved it. Like, I was... It, the, the part that it was so old, I thought, oh, here we go. This is fucking black and white. Like, this is really going to date this, you know? Because I can watch, you know, like the the Bill the Bill Murray fucking shit from the 80s when I was alive... And I'm like, I can't fucking watch this. And this, you know, it, I I don't know. I, I just really, really, really liked it. Um, I I know I have an older soul, so that time period kind of appeals to me. But I really enjoyed it. It wasn't what I expected. And if you even remotely like any kind of cowboy flicks, it was, I think, what, my second John Wayne, I think.
0: Um I don't, I or, think I, yeah, I gave you McClintock. Yes. Which was John Wayne. I think it was my second. And because I, I watched a lot of, um,
4: Clint Eastwood.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There was a ton of Clint Eastwood, but that I, assigned
4: you. but I, I, I don't know. I just I absolutely loved it. Um, I enjoyed every part of it. I was on the edge of my seat watching it. Um, and it was just really cool. So I would highly recommend
0: it. I can't, I can't answer any more than that. Thank, I'm glad you liked it. Definitely. Uh, all right, so to close it out, I had Titans, or is, as Craig would say, Titans. Titans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't realize I said it that much differently than you the, guys. The, the Titans.
0: I think I asked you, and you're like, Titans? The Titans. Um, I thought you said Titian. <laughs> no, you said Titians. <laughs> <laughs> I know that because I had to listen to it again. So... Um, I'll do a spoiler for your view because Corey literally just reviewed this like a couple of weeks ago.
1: Last week?
3: Was it last week? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. Okay. I, I, was, uh, yeah. Was my, I, t- I, I stated that That was the first time I was going to do a back to backer. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And you, yeah, you, and you. So I think you took a risk with Corey because. Uh, One hundred percent. Uh, yeah, but me, you probably didn't because you know I'm like a, I'm a
1: That was dude. That guy. that was yeah. There was a home run right off the bat, and Todd knew, Todd knew. that. Yeah, but
0: I, I did not enjoy it, and I watched the first. What three the episodes. fuck? Hang on. I did not. I watched the first three episodes, and I didn't like it. And I'm like, and I was, I was like perplexed. I'm like, why don't I like this? I love superhero shit, and so I was trying to figure it out, and I think I came to the conclusion that number one, I'm a Marvel guy. And this is okay. a D, this is a DC, a DC this is a DC comics yep. thing, and I've seen a lot of DC. I've seen uh, you know all of Tim Burton's Batman's. I've seen all of Christopher Nolan's movies. I've seen you know Batman vs Superman, Justice League, Man of Steel, you know Suicide Squad. I've seen all that shit, and I think it's just a yeah. I think Corey said it. Corey said it very well last week. Thank God for Minka Kelly. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. And there's a they're they're definitely trying to go very edgy with this like s- super edgy yes like yes. In, in the first in the first 10 minutes of the first episode the the kid who's playing Dick Grayson who's playing Robin literally says fuck batman i don't think that's a spoiler yes but well, that, yeah, that it, it, not, but- it really sets the tone for this is what fucking kind of show you're about to watch and there's a, a, a ton of things but when they're not trying to be very very graphically violent they i'm like why don't i like this i i i, I, I couldn't i thought about it all week and i'm like i, I think it comes down to I, i'm not a fan of the way that dc like marvel the way that they do it tend to try to build it all about character and the the action and that kind of shit kind of follows as a result of the character development and their interplay, but they also, like, they're always, like, busting each other's balls. They're always, like, no one ever refers to anybody by their superhero name. It's always by some nickname from the <laughs> comics. And it's all kind
3: of,
0: it's a lot about the character. And when I watch this show... And I'm like I don't give a shit about any of these characters because they never really develop who they are and they don't really. It's thrown together. They're thrown together and they don't. It, they're, they're treating it like it's Shakespeare, like it's super serious, and it's all dark and it's a lot of grays and, you know what I mean? It's it's a very grim show. And there's not a whole lot to be when I go when I go to see a Marvel movie, I walk out of there most times. Not everyone, but hard. Most, most times, fully erect. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. And I and I'm like I, I had a great I had a great time. I had a great time and, and I I had fun. That was a great movie. I can't really like say like I had a great time watching this because it was all. I'm like okay.
2: If you don't know the background, you're not gonna know who the characters are. These were the like for me same thing. Like if you watch a Marvel movie, they explain who the character is. Not necessarily. They go.
0: Not necessarily. You can get a, a ton of background on. Um, Winter Soldier. You didn't get a ton of background on
2: Ant Man. I mean, they kind of led up into it, but no. Like I'm saying, between the Marvel versus DC, yeah, type thing.
3: And, and actually, here's the. Th- and, but well, I got I totally to. But hold on, hold
0: on, Todd. I got to episode three, which was the origins episode, and so I did see that they tried to give some backstory on some of these characters, and it was still more of the same, like very grim, gray, dour faced super serious you know what i mean I, I just i couldn't i'm like i think it's just a fundamental difference between when 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 marvel puts out a thing they they definitely had a plan and they had a plan that stretched out over you know 10 a, years 10 years can, 20 can some I, films hold, hold on dude i'm still getting my review <laughs> shut the fuck up and god i got a point to make <laughs> and D, dc would try to do the same thing they put out a movie and then it wouldn't do as well as the whatever Marvel movie was at the box office at the time. They'd go, "All right, we got to scrap the whole thing. We got to start all over again. Recast the character. We're gonna, now we're going to do a totally different thing." And they would have done like a post credit scene in the DC movie that now they it doesn't mean anything because they're like we're changing direction, and they give they give the reins to um, who did who did uh, Justice League Zach Snyder. And they're like, no, nope, we don't like the way you did it. And so we're going to bring some other guy to do a whole bunch of reshoots. And it's a big jumbled mess because there's too many cooks in the kitchen. And they, they, they didn't have one guy, like, lording over the whole operation going, like, I fully believe in comics. Uh, I'm passionate about them. And, and I, we're going to make some rules that you need to adhere to. And here's what I want to see in every, you know what I mean? And they have that at Marvel. They have that with Kevin Feige. But not at DC. I don't think they do. And I think that
3: that was the difference, Todd, and I think that's why I, I just so, could not get on board. And so I, I, I am fine with that, but just so you know, my, my intent was giving it you this way. Yeah. Did you like Jessica Jones, Luke Cage? What I thought, this I did. was DC's attempt at actually thwarting, because, again, you compared this thing to movies, and, that's, and I thought this was a darker, grimmer. Jessica Jones is a drunk. That's very grim. Cause she gets off on sex and beating down people and a vigilante. She's got mental health issues and all this other and family woes. Mm-hmm. I thought this what my comparative was, was that. And I'm, what I like about it is I watched, I'm watching multiple characters characters be developed in a single show. Whereas Even though there's some crossover between Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and who's the dude, Iron Fist, and all. Yeah. And again, I liked all those things. I like the fact that these guys are going Resident Evil Dark and then pulling everybody <laughs> into a single series, and that that was my comparative. And and, and again, it, it didn't land with you, but why? It, that was why I just wanted to say, I, you know, I wouldn't assign anything. Uh, I, that's why I thought it was a slam dunk. But that's my compare. Is I love all those Marvel side series, but this is the conglomerate. It's the bad. It's the DC's version of a of, of uh, bad boy, good bad boys. Bad, not, not uh, bad boys uh batman no no the series about the other superheroes the bad the bad ones though shit suicide squad no 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 it's a series
0: i oh, mean i think you've stumped everyone in the room here todd I'll, I'll give it to you one second. while you're looking at that I, uh, i'll say and i apologize this is going on for quite a while but um i thought it was edgy i thought it was ballsy and it did something that I haven't seen because I watched Gotham. And I don't know if you watched Gotham, Todd, the series. Yeah, yep. I, I watched the whole yep. series, and that had its problems. Um, I think that uh, I think this one had its problems, but I like the fact they took some chances and they tried to do something a little bit different and try to take some of those characters darker than i would ever seen. Some of them go like like Deadpool dark. You know what I mean? Yep. But a lot of that shit had already been done. Like, I've already seen a Gotham series. I've already watched a Deadpool movie. And to your point about the Defenders for Marvel, I watched all that shit too. And some of it was good, like Jessica Jones and Daredevil was great. Punisher was fantastic. Iron Fist sucked sucked ass. Punisher was awesome, yes. Iron Fist sucked ass. Um, and, And so sometimes it was good, sometimes it was bad. But each one of those characters got, you got to see the character development. Here you didn't get that. Yep. You got a whole bunch of people thrown into a thing. They didn't get their own series. You didn't really see the background. It was like a, it was no, like st- I, no, it was like starting with the not, Avengers movie rather than having like we're gonna have an Iron. This Man This is multiple. The multiple movie, seasons. The Captain America movie. But I start off with the first season and literally I've got like six superheroes thrown in by episode two. So that might been, have been one of the problems. But yep, I'm with you. But I appreciate the because I'd seen it. I didn't know what it was about. I didn't. I never gave it a chance, and I did. So I would say i give it a C+. Plus.
3: I love it. <laughs> the boys. The, oh, the boys, oh, oh, okay. so good. okay, that's what
0: you were trying to remember. Okay, awesome. All right. Yeah. All right, so we got down to this. We're going to do new assignments, but first, uh, Todd, get your crown apple out. Uh, Schnoze cast, schnoz cast shot. If you're out there and you've got uh, alcohol within reach, grab it and do it with us.
4: Mm. Sweet Machu Picchu. In case anyone's wondering, uh, what anyone oh. else in the room is drinking, but Todd <laughs> Dylan. Oh. Uh, oh. Wait. Hold on. <laughs>
1: you don't like that?
4: Mmm. <laughs> so
0: glad.
1: Like a liquid Werther. I'm, Clearly not. I'm pissed. I wasted it on you now.
0: No, no, no. I, it just was a shocking amount of butterscotch in that. I know it's That's butterscotch, so but it was so butterscotchy. <laughs>
1: That was phenomenal.
0: And because it wasn't in a shot glass, it was like slow glug, 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 So, Jesus Christ.
4: So, Bob and I had purchased Dr. McGillicuddy's apple pie, which we do on the river all the time. Corey, not knowing that, had gone to the store and got something for himself, some Pink Lady lemonade or something. Pink Whitney. Whatever. and Not much better. And and he also bought some shooters, which were Dr. McGillicuddy's apple pie. by the way. Dr. McGillicuddy's was, apple pie right, yeah. and butterscotch.
1: And so that was Bob's first run on the butterscotch. Which, I which, That that is that we've never had butterscotch before. That's I no, knowing no, what butterscotch tastes
4: like, uh completely refused. Um <laughs> I don't want ice cream topping going down my throat mixed with alcohol. That's disgusting. Um and and Bob proved me wrong apparently. So
0: <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, thank <sighs> thank you very much, sir. Okay. Yeah, you're I ra- welcome. I would rather do a uh
4: peppermill flavored shot than butterscotch holy shit yes.
0: trademark that shit right butterscotch now sucks. <laughs> all right new assignments uh i have drawn Corey. uh todd you have greg Corey, you have todd okay. greg you got nick and nick you got me
4: all right bob i'm just gonna ask you this first just in case i have to deep dive and look for something else i'm sure this is something you've probably already seen but let me ask you have you seen gimme danger uh, is it a show or a series? Documentary. Uh,
0: I don't think so.
3: Game, Give
4: me shit. I'll gi- take it. Give me danger. Um, is on Amazon for free. Okay,
0: I got it. Dude, that was probably the easiest, most <laughs> greatest interview you've ever and, had.
4: And it could not. I was keeping my fingers crossed that I would get you tonight because you. It could not be more of a Bob documentary.
0: So let me get this straight we st- we started off the podcast yep. with uh getting ready to go live and you gave me like four different things that you had prepared yep. and you watched your Jones green and you actually watched something new that you'd never seen specifically
4: before specifically up so your alley that, you could that I could give it to you yeah dude I know. Let, let's
0: just uh I'm
4: setting the bar way too it high. For, it's all right. downhill for me. <laughs> give here, give so. it up for Nick for
0: <laughs> for setting a personal best on the podcast for effort.
4: It was definitely not something that I would have watched on my own, but I forced myself to watch it. I liked it and I think you will too. I appreciate it, buddy. Okay.
0: So Corey, I got I got you. And I'm gonna try to get let me try to put it on this list and see what are the ones that you are most likely to have already seen. Um have you seen uh The Martian? Yes. Okay. Have you seen uh, Monty Python's Life of Brian? No. Are you a Monty Python
1: fan? The Holy Grail is about the only thing for me. Have you seen anything other than the Holy Grail? Uh, It's been a while, but yeah. So you have seen other ones? Yeah.
0: Okay. How about um, Ford versus Ferrari? Oh,
5: yeah. You have seen that? Oh, yeah. Okay. During Um,
0: the COVID days. (laughs) bag would have just me and a pile yes. of fish sticks <laughs> not, <laughs> and even, and a, not even not even fish a, sticks a bucket next to the couch it was just just me <laughs> and tv um okay so good to know um i'm gonna give you oh i'm gonna hold off on that one Oh, that's gonna be the hand, the hand jobs. Later, I know yeah. exactly. Oh, all right, I know exactly what I'm gonna say that went to you. But I not know today. what I'm giving you later. All right, uh, I'm gonna give you uh, Eastern Promises. Okay, I know you. I know you all too.
5: Subtitles.
1: Yes.
0: No. 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 Uh, you'll be happy to know it's all in English. Well, mostly in English.
1: Eastern Promises. This that's does right. not sound promising, but <laughs> you're gonna fucking love it, dude. Oh God! There's parts where I have to
2: read. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I didn't sign up for this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he. Greg, you got Nick. Yes, I do. I have two. Since you're going down the John Wayne rabbit hole, yes. my old man
0: is a dude. Fan was two
2: of John Wayne, just absolute favorite. Him
0: and all of his brothers.
2: Yeah, it's unreal. Do you want western or do you want war? Western. Western. Rooster Cogburn. It's one of his his one of his later movies, but
0: uh, hold on. A minute. I had two. I, I'm just at so the character that he plays in Rooster Cogburn. Yes. Did he play that same character in an earlier movie? I ooh. that but, you would have seen if you didn't see it, then it doesn't. Yeah, because Bob's you probably gotta, thinking chronologically. If okay, he wants, okay, to. yeah.
2: So, so that's just true. It is True Grit. Uh, Haven't seen it. Watch that, that one. That's first. all. Yes, thank that's you. good call. I was just call. trying to. I'm like, I that forgot sounds about that. Familiar. Yep. And not, now, now hold on. Not the remake. Right. Watch the, the John original. Wayne, the original. Right. Okay. There's
0: yep. a remake with Jeff Bridges, the dude, uh, in True Grip, but not that one. The original was John Wayne. Yes. Yeah, because I was thinking, I'm like, I think that same character is. That's.
2: I, I was thinking, I'm like, why is that, man? I didn't. I didn't think it was a movie. Probably, if
0: he likes it, then you could probably hit him. No. So you have seen the original True Crime? Yes. Yes. And yes. You've seen Richard Conk? Yes. Ruse-R-Kai. So you you might decide to late at some point down the road hit him with Ruse-R-Kai. later.
2: Yeah. I like I said, my my dad was like a huge fan. Mm. It still is. I appreciate you guys putting this much thought into it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, you, you to, I was gonna go down the poly Shore rabbit hole with him, but I'm gonna be. Nice. <laughs> yeah, were you?
0: I think that's, that's Corey's uh, Baileywick specifically. I, I've got one sitting sitting on Still? deck. Okay, oh yeah. No. Did he like oh, any I of them? No, he didn't. I think <laughs> Corey
4: he, thinks it's a funny punishment,
1: but it's supposed think, to be something that I will like. I it's ingrained in my mind that Nick did say that he loved in the army. Now I did exactly. So that was a. Mistake. We'll just keep on. Lobbing you in Pauly Shore movies until you hit <laughs> another <laughs> one on <of> the but, <laughs> but now You have f- made
0: a huge mistake. Yeah,
4: but now you're fifty-fifty. I liked one and I hated the other. So which two, oh. did, you, which two did you give them so? I'm a gambling man, Nick. Oh, which which one did I give him?
1: Yeah. Oh uh, Biosphere.
2: Bi- no, Biodo Biodo Biodo. Like one of the greatest <laughs> movies ever. No, it
4: was not. It was horrible. I loved it. It was so fucking stupid. <laughs> it was you know, yeah, if you watched it in ninety one, it was probably amazing. But I can it watch it now and still have t- f- 20 percent. 100 percent watch if you, it right now and if, laugh my ass yeah, off. Yeah, if you originally watched it, it when it when it came out, you probably would. I didn't see it when it originally came out. I was too young. Well, I then mean, you guys are <laughs> fucking <laughs> complete idiots. <laughs> so the true the true yep. get
0: version with John Wayne was from uh, nineteen sixty nine. Sounds good. Should have no problem deciphering. Um okay, so Nick's covered um Corey. I haven't Lennon. gone yet. Oh, okay, Todd, you got Nick. No, no, no. Sorry, Todd, you got. You got Greg. You got <laughs> like
3: Greg. How
4: many movies am I watching? You got Greg.
3: <laughs> All of them. I got Greg. And I'm Greg, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. Oh, this is a movie that I've seen, but I've seen recently, and I really, really like it. It is. This is a, this is a, could be a solid C. Or it could be a A plus. Why is your why are your hands raised? I'm
0: trying, to, <laughs> I'm trying to act as that's an antenna not... for the mixer to, to make sure that's that you're ha- coming through. That's what happens like, when you start breaking up a little bit. That's just, yeah, no. Keep Bob, going, keep Bob. Going. Goes, uh, keep going.
3: No. So so the so the movie that I'm assigning to Greg is uh, Midnight in the Garden of Eden.
0: Midnight. Uh, uh, Midnight in the Garden of Eden, or Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil.
3: That's the book. Okay. So you're signing I think the book you can get it on. Uh, no, no, I'm signing. the I, the I know movie. I'm, ki- I'm kidding. It's, it's hard. It's going to be hard. It doesn't come up on your Google search right away because Kevin Spacey's in it.
1: Oh, it's been, it's been blacklisted, huh? <laughs> yeah, <it has. laughs>
2: you really got to search for I'm that like, shit. Oh, they,
3: they haven't stripped all this shit off yet.
2: So midnight in the garden of good and evil. No, Eden.
3: No, good. Good. In the garden of Eden. I'm sorry. That's the movie. Uh,
0: No, no, no. The movie is also called Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Hang on,
2: hang on. Yeah, it has John Cusack. Yep, yep. Is it Good and Evil evil or Eden? Garden Garden of Good Good and and uh, Evil. All right, so Midnight
4: in the Garden of Eden. No, no.
2: Garden of Good and (laughs) (laughs) Evil. Shut up. All right, all right. Perfect. That's the one. Two and and a half hours long. Yeah, John
0: Cusack, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, unnamed actor. (laughs) Redacted. We just bleep that out. It's a, it's a have you tough, seen it? I have not.
0: Okay.
3: Okay. Seen it, Bob? I have seen it. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is definitely I'm on on the ledge. <laughs> Why? Because it's Kevin Spacey. No, because it's Greg.
2: It's not, a, it's, <laughs> a, it's not a. zombie movie or a horror uh, right. movie. So no. exactly. It's like, I'm like, well, I, well, hold on. I know, I know how. But I, I, I do like a lot of movies based on so. what
3: Greg's given me. Based on what Greg's given me, I know what I could give him to get A's every week.
2: <laughs> I've probably already seen it. But, but I, I love
3: the fact yeah. that you're going on a limb and trying not specifically to just get an A, but to correct. I'm trying. I I think it's a quality. I think it's a quality film, uh, done very well, touching on some things that are. It, it, it was before its time, uh, and I. Again, it's before. I, I, there's a lot. There's a lot to like about it, and again, I don't want to. I, I want Greg to see it because I'm like, it's not one that I would
2: have watched, and I did, and I'm happy I did. I found it on Amazon Prime, so and, it's and, three bucks on Amazon Prime. So I'll give if you, it you a go. If you
3: if you hate it, if you hate it, I'll pay you back.
2: No and,
1: biggie. And Cod feels one of the actors got a bad rap. So yeah,
3: <laughs> no, I don't feel that at all. I mean, Get I be deserved. I just paid. He didn't I say just,
0: it was Kevin Spacey. Could <laughs> have any actor in that movie. That's I, exactly <laughs> yeah.
2: I just paid three ninety nine dollars to watch Top Gun for the 150th time Just buy it, on dude. My Big just Street. buy it. So. Oh, you want to hear what sounds great on my surround sound? Hold on one second. Purchase.
1: <laughs> yep.
4: Damn it. It's been over 48 hours again.
1: All right, Corey, you got Todd. Todd, uh, you have Tom Segura, Ball Hog.
3: I think I saw that one. Did you? God damn it. <laughs> I think you assigned it to me. I,
0: hey, Bob, I, can you check uh, that? Yeah, one you, note? Did, you did on uh, July 9th. I
3: thought know.
1: I did. I couldn't find it in the notes. There's too many movies so here it's now. On, it's on, on OneNote. Corey's had a lot of note
0: problems tonight. You could do a, a find in OneNote on Top Segura.
1: This, this was my,
0: on <laughs> my note that No, there's only one note, and that is no. shared No, no notes. he has no, his no, personal I have my notes. own personal notes. And then coreytalks.cc, well, yeah, he also keeps notes. Okay.
1: Okay, but I am going to go off I'm going to go off that Todd and uh you're going to go with Burt Kreischer secret time.
0: You you know you already assigned him a Burt Kreischer comedy special that he didn't like.
1: God I damn!
3: I mean right. just
0: so you're aware, not that same yeah, one. Well, I haven't one. seen that one. I haven't seen that one. Now, if you if your contention is that this is the special that's going to turn it all around uh in Todd's mind about Burt up Kreischer then
1: Of course
4: it is, his contention, because when you don't like something and he likes it, then he just keeps reassigning you things with that person.
0: Hold hold on, guy who's assigned dark to every single person in the room. (laughs) Sometimes that's what you do. If
4: people don't like it, I I won't assign it again. People are liking it. Fair enough. He's assigning things that people don't like, and he's like, well, wait a second. Here's another
0: one with that person. Maybe you'll like it now.
3: I mean, technically,
0: he's not breaking any rules by doing it, so what do you think? No,
3: mean? no, like I said, at the end of the day, I don't, I, don't, I don't remember I don't remember what grade I gave it, but I didn't give it an F. I mean, the good thing about
0: uh, comedy I, specials is it's only an hour, so you're right. saving yourself half the time.
1: All right, well, well, we'll completely switch it up, then. We'll go with uh, Generace, Generation Hustle. Uh, it's on HBO Max.
3: Okay.
4: Which, by the way, Bob, yours is, I think, only an hour and 16 minutes.
2: Yes! <laughs> <laughs> of So... So go have you seen the Zack Snyder cut of, not no? Not yet,
0: not yet. I would like to, I do you want
2: to. Do you want to come over and watch that when I get it all done? Fuck yeah. Why don't you all guys right. just get a fucking room and get married? We In will, with some Raisin Nuts <laughs> and some fucking popcorn. Seriously, buying couches <laughs> together, watching <laughs> movies? You're kind of infringing all on right. our friendship here. All <laughs> right. <laughs> detect a little we can do jealousy the, yes we can do it the evil dead and then we can do the Zack Snyder cut and the locks That's will be changed weird next time feature, you guys come okay. back to the <laughs> yes. we're gonna have a whole In new fact,
0: host the, the Zack Snyder cut of 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 that film is probably not a good candidate for a double feature given that i think it's
4: four, it, hours, it? four long? hours long yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah if it's 40
4: it's minutes long for he's gonna <laughs> fall asleep
2: so, so good candidate. luck with that so so todd i've i've done you know how many
0: razor Nuts you're gonna need to keep me away for four hours? i have
2: i have 15 boxes left that's Greg, a, that's enough. Just serve. I was about to uh, say 15 boxes. Just serve more wine and heavy gravy and he'll Perfect. be upset. <laughs> yeah. So, so, Todd, I've, I've turned of one of in. my back rooms into a movie room with a projector yeah. and a 110 inch screen. Nice. It's gotten a little ridiculous, nice. you're, but it's you, pretty awesome. You know, you're talking to the guy that has 17 TVs, right? That's fine. Does he have one that's 110 inches? Probably. He's got one that's 140 inches. I hope he does because we're coming out to watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> So, Todd, Todd, you need so to make a purchase. I, no, well, no actually, so, so, actually, there,
3: this is—it's funny you bring it up. Uh, I will not have one in my home, but there's where our fire pit sits. Uh, we're actually trying to get a uh, a screen made that's going to be about two hundred inches. Uh, eight, uh, in, oh, he's boom! Out yes, he's, boom. Having it he's out of the house. Fuck he, you, Greg. He, he's ha- he's <laughs> done,
1: it, Greg. He's having it made. Did you have it made? <laughs> No, Adam,
2: you, I had had to make it. you just. <laughs> yeah, you just By the right, way, I'd like to point out too that,
1: that Todd is diverting all
0: of his Chicken Palace money <laughs> specifically just to build a new screen to say "fuck you, Greg" as
3: a middle finger to you, Greg. He really. Actually, is. My chickens no, are going to suffer. No, it's funny. Just to fuck you. <laughs> uh, I think the funniest thing is that though, like literally, because I've been saying, literally, I, I do love uh, television and video technology, and I'm a dork around it, and I have way more audio video stuff than I should, but when we when you sit at our fire out at our fire pit people everybody that's ever come over is like this is awesome the only thing to make it better is if there's a screen on the side of the side of your house because then we could watch a movie from here next to the fire and i'm like yeah we're making that Todd Todd actually (laughs) Todd actually had said
4: before that he did the the tv is so large that he's getting made that he never had room for it and until a Two hundred year old tree fell and almost took out his house. It cleared so much land that now they're putting a giant TV in.
0: What's gonna be a drive-in movie? That's fine. So I be will be a... come out there and watch movies. What, send, what... send
2: the private uh, Let's the helicopter. Go to Let's, to the Let's go. Yeah. 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 Hey Greg, when
3: you when you come out, here's the beauty part. We'll we'll watch a movie on the eighty inch screen and then play. Uh, We'll play uh, Mario Kart on the two inch displays on the other side together while we we'll watch that movie. And we'll, we'll have back. lots of consensual sex.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yes. Let's go. I'm in. Yes. What? What? Todd? Your kisses until you fall taste
4: asleep. disgusting. Until you
1: fall
2: asleep. Your kisses.
4: Your kisses taste like apple crown.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, no, No. 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 It, it's gonna. It's gonna taste. It's gonna taste like some twenty one year old Balvani. Oh my that I'm god. I'm bringing with me. See, what Todd didn't tell Mary was he was out there every day taking a little sliver out of that tree.
1: Yeah. Todd, Todd's oh, like, Oh, a tree fell in the house? How about that, Mary? Todd,
0: Todd's
4: like, your beard's much softer than it appears on the show.
0: <laughs> I love that Greg's planning what, what liquor he's going to have to bring because he knows it's going to be assaulted. He's
2: like, well, this is what I'd like it to taste like. <laughs> you, you just <laughs> have gonna to. Slip Listen, I'm going to make it the best I can. You have to do as many shots as possible <laughs> at the beginning. Front
3: load it. Front load it. It'll be much no, easier I think We need to, we, need, we need to plot the podcast. I think like podcast 162, maybe that should be the one where we do it. We actually make this happen out here. We'll actually it's do like the podcast we'll up on the I don't,
4: I don't know, Todd. Uh, uh, I think I might just uh, take off and get a hotel room. Mary looks like Greg <laughs> needs. Looks like Greg needs some lemonade. Why don't you go in the kitchen <laughs> and fetch Greg some? No, oh, I don't really want any lemonade. <laughs> Mary, get Greg some lemonade. All the autonomous door locks click
1: at the same time. Greg's Greg's gonna be on that flight to Todd's house. Feel that ass bump against his arm. Turn around, it's gonna be Todd in the aisleway. You've the kid- Will Sasso. <laughs> Will Sasso's bull cousin. <laughs> I don't know where we go from here, fellas? But your top uh, five picks. Yeah, we still have the top five, have five picks. Five well, we also have pick of the week. However, mm. do you want to keep it under two hours? I mean, we're already we're going to be over that if we go. No, if, if dude, if we do, if it's we do, a, the, if we do the top five picks, we're going to be if over. If we Stop
0: right now, we'll be fine.
1: No, let's do. We, I fucking put my top five picks down, so we can save it for next week. No, no, let's do it. Let's do it. He chiseled so it onto some as, slate. Not as <laughs> not as important as keeping under two hours. Then no, I don't. I don't care about okay. The two so hours. top five. Top five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So top five.
0: Holiday, holiday viewing. Um, who would like to go first, gentlemen?
1: I got you. All right. Let's,
0: let's start. Number five.
1: Oh, okay. No, count them down. Uh, the Office. All the holiday episodes.
0: Okay. 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 Num- I, there, 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 there's no hard and fast rules, so I'm not going to say that like that doesn't
1: qualify. So you can say whatever you want. Thank you.
0: Unless it's clearly not related to any holiday at all.
1: Uh, no, they are. Uh, number four. It's a Wonderful Wife. Number three, elf. number two, Christmas vacation. number one, a Christmas story. A solid list, I uh, did
0: not know that you had seen a wonderful life, the original with uh, Jimmy Stewart.
1: Oh God, yeah, It's the only okay. one to watch.
0: Well, I feel like it was probably remade at least once, right?
1: I don't yeah if there if it has, I've never seen the remake. I I think you know, I think it was put uh, it was made in like a an all like all digital. Um, high def version, uh, in color. What was? Oh yeah, blasphemy.
2: Yeah, no, okay. I didn't. know the original, black, black white. and white. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Cool. Greg.
2: So number five, go back to the childhood. Number four, number five, the old Rudolph, the original. The, I think it's like the claymation Rudolph, the Rankin
0: Bass yes. uh, yes. animation. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yep. Um, number f- that I used to watch as a no kid relation. still will watch it. Uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas, just because. Um, a Christmas story. Every time at Christmas, I watch it because it's on twenty four hours a day. On, it's my number Yeah, one yeah that's yeah. No. I I watch that every year, uh, depending on how off how long I'm at home. Yeah, I will watch that two to four times. Good lord, I don't that's, know oh, it's, why it, it stay, it I stays, it's. I just have to watch but it. That's on not Christmas. your number one. It's not my number one. Okay, what's your number one? Well, I have National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. I have to watch that. That's your Christmas. number one, or that's number two. Die Hard. Is my number one Christmas movie. Gotcha. I watch that every Christmas. I watch it. I'll right. watch it uh, Black Friday, and oh. then when I'm putting up my Christmas tree, and then I watch okay. it on Christmas, and I can't <laughs> wait to watch it <laughs> that's a, on the big screen. That's a great mic drop. <laughs> All right.
0: There's my five.
3: Uh, Todd Dillon. All right. This going to be a controversial list. Number five, Bad Santa. Nice. Number 4. Jingle jangle. <laughs> uh, I sure it's on Nick's list Nick's too. favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> Something fucking wrong. He <laughs> gave it props. It was inappropriate for his age group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Number num- Number 3. Die hard. Number 2. The night before. Then wait. The night before
1: Christmas? No. No. That's
3: the nightmare before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, there's a movie called The Night Before. Was that was that? Yes, that's what I was thinking. That's a great movie. (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh.
4: Are you talking about the yeah the Christmas movie with Seth Rogen and the other guy and they're like in New York. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In New York. With the guy wearing the shirt in the place, saying the the words. Aren't they like in like a holiday sweater or something? They're like in New York. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that one. That was a good movie.
0: You've seen that?
3: And yeah, A Christmas Story. Christmas
0: stories your number one? Okay.
3: Good pick, Todd. Hell, that- dude, the Red Rider BB gun. You'll shoot Red yeah, carbon, act, carbon
0: action dual shot air rage model air rifle.
3: Mary gets mad because I will actually so you the, the day the, the day and a half that you do the marathon went on again and again and again and again. I watched that the whole day.
2: Same.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's the dude, that's that's why it's on for twenty four hours. It's meant to be watched that way. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Bader.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: so,
4: by no means do I, like, religiously watch this shit every year. Um, I don't watch a lot of movies, as you know, or may not know. Um, but my top five, um, I would say, in no, ri- in no order, uh, would be Muppets Christmas Carol, um, The Nightmare Before Christmas, it has to be, and that's for Halloween and Christmas. Uh, the Rudolph claymation, uh, the Santa Claus. I love the Tim Allen movie, um, Charlie Brown Christmas. And I will say, I I overheard Corey in the background while I was in the bathroom, uh, holding my schwanz, and I I I have done this. unnecessary. I have I have done this for Thanksgiving, but held I, your schwanz. Yeah, well, I've done that His as hands well. Hands were that small, but I oh. I never. I never pieced it together as, like, its own thing. It was just something I always did. I always went back and watched every Thanksgiving episode of Friends.
5: Yeah. I would do
4: that, like, every year. So it didn't necessarily make the list because it's not its own thing.
0: But you did The Office, and I think that's uh, of the same, in the same spirit. Exactly, yeah. Yep. Awesome. Uh, So mine is uh, number five, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the animated not the Jim Carrey one. Um number four, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, the original. Um number three is Die Hard, number two Charlie Brown Christmas, and number one Christmas story. Yeah boy. <laughs> so I don't uh so you have you seen a Christmas story? Oh yeah. Okay,
4: Christmas Story's great. Um, but didn't make your top five. It's just, again, it's not necessarily a hard and fast top five. Um, Christmas Story, I'll definitely watch if it comes on. It's not something I have to watch. Nightmare Before Christmas, I do have to watch it every year. Um, but our good friend Tony uh, actually stayed in the Christmas Story house. Stayed the night there. If anyone's
0: listening.
3: <laughs> Fragile. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Christy show. and
0: a friend just went down to Cleveland, and uh, I saw the pictures. Yeah, it's not pictures a, of it. It's not a competition, Bob. It's just a story. I was no, it's, it's yeah, true. But if it was, you'd be losing because it's <laughs> more recent. So this, because it was uh, more recent. Yeah, it was literally last weekend. <laughs> well, so.
4: mine is my best friend. Yours is an ex, so I would uh, say that that think holds no, more think, <laughs> that holds
0: more points. I uh, <laughs> Think I've known her longer, so
3: I think, you uh, lost I think it exactly.
4: holds more points. Someone I'm pretty sure it's not in great graces with. Still, kids
3: are the break Kids with a tiebreak. Yeah, well, that doesn't mean yeah.
4: anything.
1: Tony and Nick have tried to make kids. But Go back to your dogs, didn't, didn't, Todd. <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't
0: work out. So well. Nick lost. That's great. So uh thanks again. That's the podcast for the week. Please join us here next weekend for episode one fifty one. On behalf of Schneidskast, this is Bob and Corey and Todd <laughs> and Nick and special guest Greg kumto saying thank you very much. We'll see you next week.